0: Welcome
1: to
2: episode 28 of Drunk Valorant. What what, what was that? What's up, everybody? (laughs) What's poppin', YouTube? (laughs) We're back with some more Valorant content. (laughs) Remember to hit that
3: like and subscribe button. This is episode 28 of Drunk Valorant Podcast. So, I
0: have no idea where Hunter's going to actually cut the opening into here. But basically, welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 28. Um, if this is the first year hearing of the intro, then you missed out on some quality comedy. Um, but who See, knows now you're I'm just making it be...
3: so that he has to include that, but I don't think he should.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. It could go either way. I'm not in charge of editing it, that's not my job.
2: You're just trying to I force trying to his hand a little bit. I was going of keeping it at this point. You know, Cass did force my hand. I I, I see how it is.
0: Did force his hand. Who knows? Um, at any rate,
1: Hunter. Yes, now, Mr. Cass. one would assume
0: you have a drink in hand.
1: Absolutely. Is that a
0: safe assumption?
1: <laughs>
2: of course it is. Or am I making so, an ass
0: out of myself and you? W-
2: No, no, no. Yeah, I absolutely have a drink in hand. So I mentioned before I got a uh, box of uh, Tropicannon variants. This is the original Tropicannon, which I haven't had on podcast yet. I started with the Mango Lime, and then this one is the Tropicannon Pineapple IPA. And I got to say, it's close for me. The Mango Lime was all right, but I I feel like the flavors didn't necessarily go all that well together. Like It was solid. It just wasn't great. The pineapple, it's good. The pineapple flavor is like, I don't know. I feel like the beer taste along with the pineapple taste, like the tart bitterness just goes well with like a, you know, a more pale, uh, beer and, uh, I'm, I'm digging it. So I like the regular Tropicana a lot. And I feel like I'll have to have one of both next podcast to figure out which one I like best, but it's up there for sure. So I'm a big fan. Oh, it's by, uh, it's by heavy seas. I didn't say that earlier in case you forgot.
0: So you, um, are working on that pineapple, huh? Any reason in particular?
3: and that yeah, nice nice different... joke. Cass. um <laughs> let's move on to what you're drinking.
0: Um I'm
3: rather tame here.
0: I'm drinking uh well, I had a variety pack of trulies. Um and I had like half left in one can and then I cracked another one and just poured them into the same large glass. So like I'm not sure not sure what flavor it is. I know at least one of them is mango. I don't know what the other one was, but yeah, basically I got a variety pack of trulies. Not not super interesting today, but it's what uh what I had kicking around the old fridge.
3: I mean, yeah, I think I think it's somewhat interesting because you don't typically get trulies, especially here. They're not as like you know uh, easy to come by.
0: Yeah, they're not super widespread in Canada, which is unfortunate because like white claws have become very widespread in Canada. But I find that the trulies are. In comparison, directly to a White Claw, less carbonated, uh, which I actually really like. In comparison, I find the the White Claw to have too much carbonation for my taste.
2: Cass, have you still not had a uh, Bud Light seltzer? Because I'm pretty sure last time I asked you had not.
1: I think. No, I've had some like
0: I've had some of those like weird fruity Bud Lights, like the Bud Light like orange.
2: That's not a Bud Light seltzer. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like Bud Light lime
2: has been a thing for a while, but that's like regular Bud Light with lime flavor. Like they actually have a legit Mm -hmm. seltzer.
3: I see. Okay. No, I don't think I have. They're really good. You can get
2: them here. I've seen them,
3: um, especially at the bigger liquor stores, but I've never tried them either.
2: They are the best seltzer by far, and I will die on that hill.
3: Are they also like
0: 2% like a Bud Light?
2: No, no, absolutely not. They're like normal for hard seltzer, like I don't know, five or six percent. Um, and I feel like they have a more boozy taste than the other hards, the, the, the than the other seltzers, which turns some people off. But I doubt that will turn you off, Cass, <laughs> knowing you.
0: Um,
1: and me, my end is
2: like, okay, yeah. you
0: know how like, you know, there's the classic, like, meme of like a teenager going to like a CVS or fuck, I don't, I don't know. Do you guys have CVSs? in Idaho.
3: I mean sure. You go to there's, a classic does this drugstore, matter for right? the story. A little bit.
0: <laughs> not really. You go to a random drugstore store and or pharmacy, whatever they happen to be called in your area. And there's like the, you know, the the stereotype of like a teen going to buy condoms and they're all super embarrassed, right? That would okay. be me if I had to go buy Bud Light seltzers. Why? I'd be walking up to the register all coy. <laughs> like, is there a self-checkout around here? i would be so it, embarrassed if I Bud Light seltzers.
2: I don't know why you'd be embarrassed, Cass.
3: Yeah, I mean, just typically, just the employee, really, yeah. typically the employee at the liquor store is going to look at, like, your hazy IPA and be like, ugh. Is it yeah, just yeah. because you feel better about yourself when because it's a hazy IPA and you have refined taste?
2: Or is it, like...
0: No, it's just because it's Bud Light.
2: Ain't nothing wrong with the Bud Light.
3: I have to agree with Hunter here.
2: Yeah. Like, obviously for the podcast, we're focused on the on quality stuff, and given my limited budget at the moment, I like to spend my money where it counts in terms of beer, but I'll, I'll throw back a Bud Light now and then.
0: I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know if I have ever purchased a Bud Light. I have obviously drank Bud Lights. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've ever purchased one.
2: Mm. The last got time I okay. got it.
0: There there is actually a slight caveat to this when I was at a baseball game I bought a Bud Light for a friend. But I did not consume said Bud Light.
1: Got
2: it. And got I was
0: the only time I've ever bought a Bud Light.
3: One of our listeners was going to go through your entire history, contact your friends and find out about that story. So you're I'm glad you saved it there. Um stopped yourself from mm-hmm. perjury. embarrassment.
1: <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a vital moment. The exact same right amount
0: there. of embarrassment I'd feel buying Bud Light seltzers at a liquor store.
2: So when you were at the ball game and you bought the Bud Light for a friend, did yes. you ensure to tell the person selling the Bud oh, Light, of Hey, dude, of I am I not drinking them. this myself. I am not a wimp. Please <laughs> don't think any worse of me. However, my friend here, you know, he's just kind of the scum of the earth. Like, I picked him up in a gutter on the way here, and he was <laughs> Bud Light, so can I buy one from you? <laughs> Hunter... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad I was able to guess exactly the words that you said. I'm proud of myself.
3: Well, I'd like to say that the last time I bought a uh, case of Bud Lights, um, it came with a free backpack. And oh, it's backpack. Dude, no sick. It's like a yeah, cooler backpack called. that says Bud Light on it. And it's like light blue, you know, Bud Light color, but it fits like a, a nice, like two, four of, of Bud Light keeps it cold. It's fucking sick. Um,
0: Americans out there, uh, a 2-4 is a small pack of beer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that would be 24 yeah. beers uh, yeah. if you couldn't tell by the name 2-4. <laughs> that, that's um,
2: difficult math, uh, Chase. I don't know about yeah. the listeners
3: comprehending that one. Yeah, I know. It's it's tough. Us Canadians are just the, the brightest of the bunch. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, speaking of that, like, gift with purchase kind of system, um, tonight I'm drinking Hale's, which uh, – Are like a hard iced tea in Canada, Uh, which I always think is funny because, you know, hey all hey all yeah (laughs) is typically a you know an American term, Southern American term, and this is a Canada only iced tea, um. But trying to go to that market, I guess I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is.
0: You can get them in certain places in the states. Like I, I have seen other Canadians that I have met from university. Send me pictures of them finding like the odd hey y'all in a random liquor store in like the Midwest.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's
0: technically possible, but like they're not common.
3: It's extremely popular here in Canada um, because we don't really have twisted tea. I don't think I've seen a twisted tea here. Or there's twee. Then I guess at at least hey y'all just has a much larger market share in Canada than twisted tea (laughs) does.
2: I'm going to try that out because I hate twisted tea. So maybe the hey Hey y'all is a lot
0: better. We definitely wasn't around in my first year at university, yeah. um, so sometime between what I guess seven years ago and now, Twisted Tea has come into Canada, um, but I'm not sure exactly when.
3: I think Twisted Tea has a bit more of a sharper taste and, like the are like a bit sweeter. But
0: yeah, the thing with the hayalls is like you wouldn't know there's alcohol in them.
3: Yeah, that's like so you find good.
0: out on your eighth beer or your eighth Heyall <laughs> when you're just like, oh. <laughs>
2: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm picturing someone being like, not drinking Hey at all. They just down eight beers, and then just the realization strikes them that Hey alls contain oh, alcohol. Yeah. Like, oh, geez, I just figured <laughs> I it out.
0: So that's actually how my hay all interactions typically go. Well, no, he's <laughs> saying
3: not even drinking Hey He's just like, you know, beers. Yeah. you're eight Bud Light's reason. in <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh, Hey have alcohol in them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the way I was connecting that to the fucking Bud Light story is I got a free bucket hat with this purchase, which is dope. That's the reason I bought this pack of Hey is because it came with a yellow bucket hat that said hay all on it. And oh, hell yeah, I cool. want that bucket hat. Those marketing things work wonders on me. Dude, yeah that yeah. actually be a rad sense. bucket
0: hat in the states because people don't know that it's just like a, a like a drink brand that you got on your hat
3: well it's, it's a rad, rad bucket gotta... hat here too because people know it's a drink brand on my hat
0: nah.
1: yeah, yeah like if
2: i saw Canada. someone walking around baltimore with a hey y'all hat it would bug me i'd be like are they just like saying hey y'all is that it and then i'd, I'd look it up and i'd see that it was a no, uh, well, but like hard, if you're walking gear?
0: around Baltimore and you saw someone with a Bud Light hat, you'd be like, "Ugh."
3: I, as someone who owns a I Coors Light hat that I wear quite often, especially in the states, people are like, "Oh yeah, Coors Light, whatever." It's it's a hat. It has hey. they have beer logos on them quite often. Actually, it's not yeah not a rare thing to have Bud Light or Coors Light or anything like that on a hat. I, did yeah, have Cass, a buddy I, I do a, not share uh, your yeah.
2: disdain for the uh, cheaper domestics. That uh, so, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge someone for wearing Bud Light apparel.
3: Yeah, no, Cast. Just I. I think that secretly he enjoys them, but he just cannot bring oh. himself to admit <laughs> freely that he likes a Bud Light every now and then. Because He's a closet I will domestic tell you, enjoyer. he got he got a bunch of Michelob Ultras for free last year and he fucking well, loved them. Those were him. actually
0: delicious. Yeah, mm. Those were great. And
3: now if you <laughs> like, like a Michelob Ultra and you claim you don't like a Bud Light, you're capping.
0: Here's here's the big thing, right? Number 1, the Michelob Ultras were number 1 kind of fruity. Number 2, I didn't pay for them. I got them for free. Now, if someone walked into my room right now and said, "Hey, Cass, here's a six-pack of Bud Light" and set it on my desk, yeah, I'd drink them.
2: Oh, is is part of this, this cast floor. the fact that, you know, the cheaper beers in Canada really aren't that much cheaper? So, like, that's maybe weighting your opinion here? Like, you don't uh, save I mean, as much by buying a big pack of Bud Light as you would in the States?
0: Well, number that one, true. that is very true. But number two, I grew up in the States and I still didn't buy Bud Light. So...
2: Got it, got it.
3: Anyway, Valorant, okay,
0: anyway. Valorant, Um yeah, yeah. Welcome to our... Well, it's not. Definitely not annual. It's whenever the fuck I decide we're doing it. The State of the Union.
2: Alright, we have a political <laughs> podcast. Let's go.
0: Okay, so a couple things we're going to go over here. Number one, Hunter. How you doing in Val right now?
2: Um, You know what they say.
0: What are your opinions? What are your current feelings? What Oh, so this is like yeah, a wait, ranked State
2: of the
3: Union. Like, how's how's the game for us?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, Cass, I have reached an epiphany. And you know what they say uh, in movies that are pretending to be more deep than they actually are. They say, the only way to win the game is not to play. <laughs> and to be honest, I really haven't been playing much of Valorant. So, uh... I've been kind of getting bodied when I have played just because my, I'm falling off fast from when I was playing every day for the Yoru challenge. But I don't have much for constructive feedback on the state of ranked, even though I know a lot of people are complaining about it. So I'll sort of defer to you guys there.
3: Well, you're still in Gold 1.
2: No, I mean, no, it's like, as I remember last podcast, I dropped down to Silver 3 and I No, no, for, back
3: by the time this comes out,
2: you'll be back in Gold 1. Oh right, I might have to cut out what I. I might have to cut out what I just said, depending on how I do.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was just trying to be yeah. optimistic. I definitely didn't forget. completely oh, that, that, that you dropped down. No, definitely no, no, that didn't happen. Oh, Chase wakes up every you.
0: morning and makes fun of you. He up. He kicks down the I door see. to my room and he's like, "Hey, Cass, Cass, guess what? Hunters and silver."
2: <laughs> Chase, that explains a lot. That's where you're friendly to me on podcast you're deathly worried uh, you'll I'll find out about your secret hatred of me okay yeah, yeah i get pretty, it pretty I get much, it pretty much and your yep, love yep. of
3: domestic beer
2: um <laughs> <laughs> for the record i don't love domestic beer i just don't hate it i don't judge anyone for drinking <laughs> domestic beer
3: yeah i judge myself okay i guess i'll defer to myself in this now um <laughs> go ahead go ahead well i mean as as most people in the discord know now and i'm forget if i've yeah, we definitely have mentioned it on the podcast that that uh, I'm now in gold, so that's pretty dope. I've been enjoying Valorant. Um, yeah, I couldn't get out of fucking Silver 1 the entire last act. Like, I literally didn't play a game outside of Silver 1 for an entire act. It was to the bottom, to the top, to the bottom, to the top. Uh, no change, and I was kind of getting fucking fed up and tired of it. And then, uh, like, within two games after the new act, I was in Silver 2, and I was like, that's progress. Uh, and, you know, it was a nice grind. So I don't know if maybe they, like, stealth changed the the algorithm, or maybe I've just been getting more lucky with who my teams are and who I'm against. I don't feel like I've severely improved over my performance last act. But I feel like now, at least, I, I'm seeing progress in the game, so that that's really nice to see.
2: Yeah, dude, just look it up at your tracker. You have a 62% win percentage over uh, 63 matches so far. That is damn good.
3: Yeah, and if, if you oh. look at that a little further, Cass and I were looking at stats earlier today. Um, I have an 85% win rate on Brim this act over Ooh. 26 games.
2: Sheesh. It's kind of uh, nasty.
3: I was like, damn, I need to become a Brim main because my Sova is 50 50 and my Breach is 40. So I'm like, oh, I'm doing way fucking better on Brim. But
0: well, you pretty much only play Breach on Split.
3: Yeah, I play Breach on Split, and, and then you I've been feeling a little Ascent. bit.
0: You played Breach on Ascent once earlier today. Do we win that game, or do we lose that game? I don't uh, remember.
3: I don't know. I've been, I, I played, like, dog shit because I don't know Breach on Ascent. Yeah, you, yeah. you lost the game, um, handily, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing like dogs for yeah. like the last couple of days, but that's fine. Um, oh, yeah. I'd rather talk about me doing well before that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I
0: also have a... I think my win rate's positive still. It was very positive at the beginning of this act. I think it's still positive, but it's definitely been evening itself out a bit more as of late. Um, I feel like I've got a Christmas tree... In my my match history at the moment.
3: Yeah, me but, too. Um, you got you got the the zebra stripes. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: No. Um. Speaking of Chase's like individual agent win rates, like I've got a hundred percent win rate on Jet. So like.
2: Ooh. That's oh, and not I one match...
0: game. No, it's not. It's two games, <laughs> and I match MVP'd both of them.
2: Beautiful.
3: Yeah,
0: I was still. I, you know, maybe I'm still just a jet man. We'll At see. Heart.
3: I I think yeah. that well, we were playing Breeze earlier today, and Breeze is typically Cas's least favorite map. Like he was was actually saying, like, you know, we we load in Chambers instantly locked. He's like, I'm gonna dodge he, like Chambers locked. Uh, it's Breeze. breeze. It and <clears throat> he he's like, okay, I guess I'll just go jet, and he fucking match MVPs as jet,
2: like. Let's go. Maybe
3: that's the solution to that him liking said, well, Breeze, okay. is play I fucking had, Jet.
0: I had four kills in the, like, entirety of the second half. Like, I was, like, 20 and 6 at the end of the first half. And end of the game, like, fucking, I don't know, 24 and 18 or something like that. Like, it's the same problem I have with a Chamber. Like, I, I don't fucking know how to play defense on that map. And, like, especially with the Jet changes,
1: like, I don't really want to op on breeze
3: but you so, don't like opping on breeze i don't what you don't like opping on breeze
0: no i don't like opping on breeze in general which is why i don't like breeze in general like
3: so then having yeah. an agent like jet that's not reliant on their opping power like chamber right right um would probably be a good fix for you for enjoying the map more
0: yeah maybe i just need to start insta-locking jet on breeze but yeah no, the like the jet entry on Breeze is actually super nice for like both sides. There are like there there are a couple sites in which the jet smoke and dash entry is very limited in where you can go. Um I feel like Breeze actually has a couple of options, and especially because we had a um we had a Viper on our team. So like if Viper put her wall up, you know, that cuts off a lot of angles that I would need to potentially be worried about. And then I can, like, I can just smoke and dash more freely into, like, anywhere uh, because I can pop out of my smoke and, like, just know, oh, there's a wall here. I don't have to worry about getting shot from, like, this, this, and this place. But, um, like, I feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact that you play Viper on Breeze and it's rarer to see Vipers on other maps, and then, like, the other Viper-centric map being Icebox, I feel like jet Smoke and Dash to entry site is not anywhere near as strong.
3: Yeah, because Icebox has very narrow entrances, mm-hmm. um, one of which is a right angle, and one of which is uh, just a choke point. So, yeah. Smoking and Dashing is not as uh, powerful, I think, on Icebox mm-hmm. as it is on other
2: maps.
0: But no, like, yeah, like, Smoking... Smoking site, dashing in, like, that worked great on attack for entry. Like, I, I genuinely think I used my dash every single round within the first 10 seconds to just get onto site.
1: Plus, you pop right It has
3: to be within the first 12.
0: Yeah, but, like, I'd push up a bit, you know? Like yeah. I'd, I'd push up and then be like, okay, cool, I'm activating my dash. But, like, there wasn't the O, oh, and let's work mid, and then I'll dash in. I think we did that one round, and I dashed through double doors and just get, got fucking wrecked by, like, Viper Molly, and then some other util comboed on me.
3: It was actually really uh, nice, because this meant that Cass was required to push with the team every round. Yeah. Um, and he was doing very well Wild. at taking space. Like, his him smoking and dashing on was super useful, and, like, ex- I was like, wow, they are really opening up the site for us. Um, whereas I find, especially on Breeze, when he plays Chamber uh you you get caught a little bit more in the oh i'm peeking mid i'm gonna have to win this duel i'm gonna lurk i'm gonna you know like oh we're we're pushing a site but i'm gonna i'm gonna stick mid and like take the fight double doors and then die to this reina five times in a row and be like oh we have to kill this reina so i'm gonna peek him again um
0: okay but when i'm when i'm playing chamber someone else on our team is supposed to be smoking and dashing into site because I sure as fuck am not doing that on chamber.
3: No, but I'm saying that what
2: in, in this case, we Cass. didn't have a person You, sh- you should be mid. smoking and dashing at the yeah. on chamber. <laughs> you know, your, your point is is fair, Chase. Yeah, it's, it's, when, when you're playing chamber, uh, you know, on defense, I'm like, thank God Cass is playing chamber. And on offense, I uh, have plenty of time to get snacks and use the bathroom while you're the last alive whenever we lose a round.
3: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was my trope.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: not typically like, regardless of how I play the game, I feel like I'm not last alive very often.
3: No, but you're just first to die.
2: Not with the team.
0: Sure, I'm not last alive. The hunter's not getting snacks on my accord.
2: I feel like you are last alive a decent bit, but when you guys
0: when you guys all just like you guys are all clumped up by A, right? And I'm hanging out in mid or maybe B. And then you just get fucking rolled, all four of you die within the first ten seconds, then yeah, yeah, sure, I'm last alive.
2: Yeah, well, what I'm saying, Cass, is that it's the scenario that I'm imagining is either you take the peak mid and no one is there, or you take the peak mid and win that duel, but the rest of the team fails in their push. Maybe we get a couple kills, then all of us die.
1: Yeah, yeah, Now sure,
2: your sure. last life. I feel like that scenario happens a lot. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying that you're just like sitting in spawn waiting for us all to die. That's obviously not <laughs> what you do.
3: Yeah, and it's not. It's not really your your role, obviously, to entry and to push on yeah, to yeah. site. Um. But also your traps are fucking useless if you die on that first peak. so.
0: Yeah, I've gotten into the the habit of when I do intend on taking a, a duel off barrier drop to not set my trap up unless I am intending to set my trap up on a completely different part of the map. So, like, for example, if we're on Ascent, right, and I want to set my trap up, like, on A to know if the enemy team pushes out of A, Obviously, I need to do that pre-round if I'm going to be peeking from B-Link. Like, I'm not going to run all the way fucking back to A to put a trap there after I take that duel. Um, but if I'm planning on just putting a trap on our flank, right, to just know if... Let's say we do take b site right, and we get Plant down, and we want to know if anybody's behind us in Garage. Like, if I'm going to place that trap, I'll take the duel first, and then go place the trap, because otherwise I might just be wasting 200 credits. If as you pointed out, I take that peak and I die immediately.
3: Yeah, I mean that's that's um, smart to not waste two hundred credits for yourself.
0: Yeah. Because I, I noticed that like there were there were a lot of rounds um back when Chamber had two traps that I'd be wasting 150 credits because I'd be like, oh like I should trap up like both of these areas. And given what our our attack plan was for that round, one of those traps is just a complete waste because, like, uh, now if we transition over to Haven here, right? If our game plan is we're going to run it up A, right? We're going to go A short, A long. Like, we're just going to fucking take A site. I don't really give a shit if someone pushes up C long because I've got the trap that lets us know if anybody's actually on our flank like it's not super relevant for me to have both traps there to be like oh someone pushed out of C long um it doesn't really matter cuz if we're on A site i don't care if you pushed up C long to get to A lobby or you pushed through window to get to A lobby i just care that you're in A lobby um so i i noticed that i was definitely wasting some credits back then and it's those things are now more evident now that chamber does have a single trap and i'm sitting there being like well where do I want this one
1: trap instead of being like, Oh, I can toss it on these two areas.
3: Yeah, I guess maybe, but having two traps, like you should have been using two traps. Like you were, I feel yeah. like getting that information earlier is beneficial because you had two, but obviously since now you only Certainly have one, you have to I put it a little, yeah. a little shallower and therefore mm-hmm. you don't get as much in info, but you only mm-hmm. use one.
0: Right. Um, okay, but going back to the original State of the Union kind of thing, um I feel like I'm now at a point where barring barring obvious smurfage, um my games in general have been a lot closer lately, which I know is kind of the opposite of the rhetoric that people have been speaking of online. Wow. Um and maybe that's just luck of the draw.
3: I've had a lot of very close games recently, too.
0: But I've had a bunch of really close games. Like,
3: not a blowout.
0: And then, uh, admittedly, like, if you do go through my tracker, some of the games look a lot closer than they were. Um, But if you go round by round, it's like one team very clearly had a lead for a while and then started to let it slip a bit uh, towards the end, but, like, ultimately pulled it out. It's like, if you're winning a game 12-4, like, how the fuck do you lose that? Over the course of the next eight rounds, you take one of them. It doesn't matter if that's the the seventh round or the the next round. I mean, I guess it does slightly matter for our purposes, but... I don't know. I found that lately, I've actually had a, a, a pretty solid time in the fact that a bunch of the games are a lot closer than I feel like they have been as of, you know, prior to this act.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment. I've had a lot of, like, very close, long games, a lot of OT games recently, it feels. Um, and I haven't seen, like, I haven't gotten into a lobby um, where it's just like, oh, we're getting fucked. You know, like, it is, you know, a 10-2 a half, maybe we win pistol, and then, you know, that's it. You end up with a with a 13-3 game or something. Uh, which I think makes the game itself a lot more fun. Right? Like, yeah. obviously, like, blowing out your opponent is fun in its own right, because you can kind of just fuck around and, you know, you're having fun with it. But I don't find that as rewarding. You know, you're like, oh, obviously the system's fucked up or someone's having a really bad day on the other team so that we're blowing them out of the water right now. Like, the matchmaking just didn't work very well. Mm-hmm um and, uh, and the the same thing if we're being blown out of the water right which is probably more likely um <laughs> where you know oh maybe i'm just having a really shitty day or i'm just like oh there this person's just fucking way better i there's nothing yeah. we can do they're just better than me uh-huh. and then it it's just boring in either scenario Um, and I find if if you have, like, a really tight game that keeps you on your toes the whole time and you're performing well, they're performing well, those are the best games in Valorant by far.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, and, like, like, you get the most hype in those games, right? Like, really tight game coming down to the wire. It's 11-11. You get, like, a 1v3 clutch. Like, you fucking pop off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. like, the, the rest of your team pops off with you. It, like, in games where it's like, oh, like, we're down, we're down, like, 3-12, and you get a 1v3 clutch, it's like, good job, man. Like, that was nice. That's
2: a nice clip for later. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like, that that that's cool and all, but like...
2: It doesn't matter, we're, we're down, fucked. Yeah, like, yeah. down
0: fucking 12 3 <laughs> Like, we were gonna outright lose the game there, and you, you saved it for an extra round. But, like, our econ right, is still right. in the fucking gutter.
3: And like, they have max creds, all of them. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it's like... Like, you pop off the hardest, and your team pops off the hardest with you in those close games when you do get, like, a sick clip.
3: I mean, yeah, absolutely. And then it's harder to get a sick clip. Obviously, okay. I guess if you're getting fucked on, then uh, it, it's probably pretty hard for you to get a sick clip. Unless they're, like... At that point, they're not even trying you know they're just rushing sight, disrespecting you Mm -hmm. you might get a sick Mm -hmm. clip just because they have their guard down but in like a close game everybody is trying their absolute best to win the game like everybody is attentive and you know really focusing on what they're doing how they're playing so i feel like those are the most rewarding clutches to have not only because your team pops off but because you know it was well earned yeah
2: yeah i'd agree
0: oh hunter actually you'll like to hear this um I believe I have collected my first two stinger kills of the act today. Maybe it was the episode. I don't know which
2: one. Um, I know for a fact that, that like the first. Day. Sorry to interrupt cast, but I know for a fact that uh, like our first podcast podcast past the episode. Uh, sorry. Wow. I said that poorly. The first podcast we had after the new act dropped, you made a big point of the fact that maybe oh, for the oh. only time ever you had had you have more stinger kills than me. So I'm, uh, I know you. Yeah. Okay. okay, yes, you have you have three stinger kills now. Nice. You had okay. one so before.
0: <laughs> so I got two. <laughs> I got two stinger kills today. Let's go. Which um,
3: in which case you still haven't purchased a stinger, right?
0: No, no, I have still yet to purchase a stinger. Was it my I, stinger that you picked up? I believe in both scenarios, I picked up your stinger.
3: Yeah, because now I now I own the R G X stinger, right? So I, I've been I've been using it a lot. It's
2: fucking sick. Yeah, those spiders. You have zero Shorty, Guardian, Ares, Odin, Bucky, or Judge kills. Who, me? Yeah, you.
0: I don't have a Shorty kill?
2: Yeah, that's according to Tracker. Yep.
0: not that hard to believe. I thought I'd...
3: Thought no, I'd you, you, two, you typically die as you're trying to TP out. You don't get the chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if, like, maybe it's on my other account that I've got a couple Shorty kills. Because I, I remember very distinctly a uh, raise. Um, commenting on the fact that like, oh, that was a nice bait, because I was over at like uh tower, on um, now where was I? I was like, wh- what do you what do you call that? It's blanking. Uh, like above sand, a site. Uh, ropes. Yeah, I was at ropes on um, on a site, and I had a I had a Marshall and I had a pocket shorty with me, and I took a couple just like no scopes at the rays and she had a rifle and she's like oh i'm just gonna blast pack up and run him down well he's got a marshal in hand and she blast packed up and i was just standing there with a shorty
2: funny funny. um
0: and like i distinctly remember that because she like pointed out in chat like oh that was that was a nice bait um but that might have been on my other account i guess if crackers saying i still don't have any shorty kills
3: dude there was an omen in one of our games today that was using the shorty like a fucking judge and it was getting results like a fucking judge it was ridiculous
0: the omen did what i've been preaching for for a while i just don't do that myself is the shorty is actually a really fucking good gun and pistol round it costs dick all and how often in a full buy round do you hit someone with a shorty and you're just like god damn it 130 like
1: free to hit 130 (laughs)
0: Yeah. Or you're like, never mind, Raina healed off me. But like, you look at your after round combat report, and like, you for sure did over a hundred damage, and you probably did over a hundred twenty five damage. Like, I still stand by it. The
3: yeah, it's, just, it's a round, tough buy in pistol, you know, because I feel like everybody, at least for me, at least I'm going for the the frenzy or the the ghost.
0: Right, but like, I feel like if you're like, okay, it's 150 credits, right? And so, like, potentially you'd just have to give up a piece of utility to afford that, right? But because you can do the shenanigans where you drop it on the ground, and then as soon as the barrier drops, you pick it up and leave your classic there. Like, you're you're not risking it for the entire round. It's like, oh, this will have great value if they come B, but if they, if they decide to push A, then now I'm trying to retake with a short. Like right, because right. you can drop your classic on the ground and always pick that up. And it's like, sure, I wasted hundred and fifty credits, but like that's the same thing as wasting a flash, being like, Oh, maybe they're here, well, let me flash it in check. Or any other piece of utility, like a brim smoke. Like Yeah,
2: Cass, let me really quickly interrupt to explain the strat for those who don't know. Like all of us know, but all of our listeners might not. So if you on pistol round or uh you buy a upgraded pistol, then your classic drops on the ground. But then when the barriers come down, your classic just disappears. However, if you buy a uh, shorty, your classic is still on the ground until the barrier drops. So you buy the shorty, you then swap to your classic so the shorty is on the ground. And then once the barrier drops, you have your classic in hand and the shorty on the ground and you can swap back to the shorty and have your classic there as a backup. So now you guys know the pro strat if you didn't.
3: I feel like that's a pretty typical strat, but yeah, mm.
2: absolutely possible. People haven't haven't seen that before.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. that's why I want to make sure it just everyone knows. It gives a little bit of versatility for if you have to buy a shorty and then you're like, well, fuck, they didn't push my site. Like, no right. way. I'm rotating with a shorty in my hand. Yep. But then it's like, you know, right click classic is basically a shorty anyway, so, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, I'm not gonna lie. The shorty has has let me down a lot, and yeah. I think all of us can attest to that. A shorty isn't exactly the most reliable of folks, but let me tell you about that right click classic, mm. dude. Fuck, man! Like there are some times when I'm just like right, like I right click at someone, and I'm like, "How the fuck are you still alive?" Yeah, like yeah, I legged like, you, I you with an op. I know you're hit one twenty. And I round that corner, fucking point blank range, I right click. And I swear to God, the bullets fucking land behind me.
3: Now you get like one bullet in the feet and then they right click you and it goes two to the head, one to the chest. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. We were at the same distance away from each other. How does this happen? <laughs>
2: yeah. Hot take. Hot take. If people could get over crying about it and not quit Valorant because of it for the people who are right click fanatics. I think it'd be much better for the game if the right click for the classic was just removed entirely. You don't have a right click.
3: I mean, yeah,
0: you brought this up before. But we, like... We've,
2: I've, I've been the biggest proponent of this since the beginning of this podcast.
3: Fuck the right click from the classic. Yeah, get rid of it.
0: I don't know. Like, I, I don't really. It have solves a all either.
3: issues. You're then it's not too good and it's not too shit that you're complaining about it constantly.
2: Yeah, world hunger would instantly be solved by the right click being removed. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah,
3: I. (laughs) Sorry, joke was a little bit too fucked up (laughs) that came into my
2: head. Oh, I know you said not my joke was. I was like, I didn't think that was that bad. No, (laughs) no. Okay, okay. Oh yeah. (coughs) Subscribe Uh... to our Patreon to hear Jason's joke. (laughs) Okay, we don't. We don't don't, don't have a Patreon. We don't. (laughs) Uh... I don't I, I
0: feel like that right click's fucking fine. I mean. It, it it giveth and it taketh away, you know? I don't know. There was one particular moment earlier today where it let me down in a 1v1.
3: Yeah, I remember that moment specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but,
0: like, there's also been a moment where, like, I basically right-clicked a KO from across the fucking map, and he died two to the head, one to the body.
3: Yeah, that shouldn't right. happen. And neither should the situation where you'd you know you come around a corner you right click them then they flick on you and, and one tap you in the head with a vandal um and it wouldn't happen it, if it was fucking removed from it, the game
0: yeah i was gonna say if it was removed from the game that's exactly what would happen
3: <laughs> no because you wouldn't go for the right click
0: well I'm, I'm not gonna go for the kill with my vandal with zero bullets in it
3: you know you're gonna go for a kill with the left click which makes you play differently
0: no, no, no! I would probably have to back up and reload. <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not killing anybody with the fucking left click classic when they've got a fucking rifle.
3: Well, how much have you done to them anyway? Like we were, we were talking about this when you know that they're damaged, right? Yeah, yeah. you, okay. you know From they got they got thirty I HP left. Them. Fucking tap. I them. didn't
0: hit them at all. I did zero damage to her. And nobody on my team calmed that they had done any damage to her.
3: Okay, so from your so perspective, as as 150, 150. She's at
0: 150 yeah. with a rifle. I also have a rifle. I am at, like, 60 HP. Yeah, you, you but fucking I have no your ammo ammo rifle. in my rifle. Exactly. If the yeah. right click wasn't there, yeah, I'd probably reload my rifle. But, like, also, you know, like, time was of the essence. Spike was down. It was getting late in the fucking round. Or, like, the spike timer, like, I needed... It was a very much now or never kind of moment.
1: Yeah,
3: and so it's you, like, well, the best you either I hope that you go in and you, you double tap them with a left click in the head. Or you, you back up and reload and risk it for timing wise. That has to be the gamble because you have a free gun in your pocket and the free gun, you got to do something special with it. You can't jump around a corner, tap it once and kill them at 150 HP. That's stupid.
0: Should have bought a shorty that round. I would have won it.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> but that costs money. Yeah. So it does. So it does. Well, I'm, I'm, I was think as I was thinking about this discussion about the right click, I realized that I have probably, it's, I don't know. You can see this on tracker. I probably have the highest, like right click kill, like kills per, sh- per right click of any of you guys and me.
0: It's cause you, don't right click very often.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like I, I left click probably too? more often than I should. So, if I'm using the right click it's because I'm very sure that like I'm going to get a kill in one shot or two shots. So, um yeah. I wonder I don't, is like, the... I don't like praying to Iron Jesus with the uh mm-hmm. with the right click.
0: Is the is the left click right click is that does not meta anymore?
2: I mean, that's, that's typically what like... I do when I use it. Right, cuz like I I remember right, yeah. that.
0: Like, that was crazy meta when I first started playing the game. It's like, yo, like, it, it's not good. Like, or like, you're better off left-click, then right-click, than just right-clicking Um, if you're trying to spam somebody down. But I, like, I, I feel like I haven't seen anybody do that, like, at all within the last several acts. Um, mm, that's true. And then... To also add on to that, I I don't actually know what any of the numbers are. I wonder what unloads your mag faster: just spamming left click or right clicking, like taking Ooh. accuracy out of the question. Like I wonder what gets you to empty mag faster.
3: I would assume right like, click, but I'm, or I'm if not totally sure.
0: Combo gets you to empty mag fastest. Like I, I like if I just want to dump bullets down range, for example. Like, I, I wonder what just gets the bullets out there as fast as possible.
2: I would have to imagine that left-click, right-clicking would, would 100% be, be faster than only right-clicking. Because if you only right-click, then you get four right-clicks. And if you left-click, right-click, then you get three of that combo. And the thing is, like, the delay between a left-click and a right-click is, I think, the same as a delay between two left-click shots. The only significant thing is like how long after the right click until you can fire again. And that's the same for left click versus right click. So that's, I'm pretty sure about that component about it. The only issue is how fast all left clicks goes. Interesting. Oh.
3: Okay. So I guess are... that does this wrap up our shade of the union?
0: Well, there, there was one mm-hmm. more thing that I'd like to bring up. Um, I was in a very tough pickle earlier today. Uh, we're playing on, playing on Breeze. It was in the game uh, that I brought up earlier. Um, we're on defensive side. I don't have enough for a full buy. But the rest of the team's buying. So I'm going to force up as best I can. And I'm sitting there and I was like, well, okay, I can't buy Full Shield's Rifle. But I have the option of going like Vandal Light or Phantom Light. Or I could also go
1: full and either Guardian... Or Bulldog. And there was a moment, a split second, that I was just like, well, I have a Guardian skin. <laughs>
0: and then I and then I immediately just went, Cass, you stupid fucking idiot. And then bought the Bulldog. <laughs> there was That's a split great. second there that I was just like, well, I have a skin for the Guardian. <laughs> um, Guardian is skin. good, though. Yeah. I
1: Maybe
2: do have if a. If
0: you're not me. Oh, I you
2: know, see. I see.
0: I stuck dicks with the Guardian, and I don't know why. Because it falls into the class of precision weapons, which I like. Mm-hmm. Marshall, Barrett, AWP. Like, it, it falls into the realm of this is a precision type weapon. But yeah. I
1: fucking
0: suck with the Guardian. And I feel like because the Guardian, more so than, like, the Bulldog or either of the rifles, very much forces you to play differently. Like, it it forces you to be like, hey, I'm going to take these longer-range duels, and I'm just going to, you know, try to tap away and hit heads instead of, you know, having, like, the versatility of the Phantom or Vandal, uh, which is
1: kind of those guns' main selling point. But the Bulldog has that versatility. It's
0: just not as good as the Phantom or Vandal.
1: That is true. That is very and true. And so
0: I find that, sure, if I get into a duel with with somebody who, um, let's just assume the other team is full buying, and in this personal context, like they were, um, having a Bulldog inherently puts me at some kind of disadvantage in this gunfight. Because right, this is not as good as the Phantom or Bandle. But it's pretty solid all around. Whereas if I have the Guardian, it, it very much forces you to play differently. Like it forces you to play around the fact that you have a Guardian. The same way having a Marshal or an Op forces you to play around the fact that that is the gun you elected to have this round.
3: Yeah, you um, have to take longer like, range gunfights. Like right. it's better at longer range gunfights than the Bulldog is. But it yeah. doesn't work at short range gunfights while the bulldog does also kind of work at short range gunfights. Right? Like mm-hmm. it that's the versatility of the of the Bulldog. So that was your trade-off in, in you purchasing one over the other was am I going to play around having to only take long range and being good at long range? Or should I take a mediocre at both long and short range?
0: Right. And and here's the thing with me taking long range duels. When I take long range duels, I don't need to fucking hit you in the head. I just need have to not eye. hit you in the leg. Yeah. So I'm not anywhere near as accustomed to long range duels with rifles. Um,
2: well, what I will say, Cass, is what Valorant needs to do at this point is to release an agent that you really like that has an upgraded guardian as a weapon. Because you use the ghost and never you bought the sheriff for the most part until Chamber came out. And then you're like, shoot, I need to get good with a sheriff because he no, has no, an upgraded no, 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 sheriff. You understand
3: no, no. That, that Chamber has a guardian. He has
2: a pocket guardian. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, Chamber, first of all, Chamber does have a pocket guardian. Number two, I was never a ghost player.
2: Sorry. Yeah, I was. I, I was. Yeah, I got that. Part. I have it was much more frenzy. It was much more frenzy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But either way, you didn't buy the sheriff until Chamber came out. And then you're like, shoot, no, no, I have to get I, good with the Sheriff.
0: Yeah, I actually started playing with the Chamber um, before Chamber came out. Because I started...
2: I uh, started uh, buying... playing with Chamber. That was a hilarious verbal the... typo. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I started playing with a Sheriff prior to Chamber's release because I started doing it as Jet on pistol rounds. Um, like, I, I started buying a Sheriff. Uh, and... So then I started trying to get better with the Sheriff. And also they released the Arcane Sheriff, which was, like, oh, dude, the fucking, the pull-out animation, the fan fire, like, just visual orgasms. And so I bought Oof. it, and it's like, well, I bought it, so, like, I'm gonna use it. And actually kind of sucks that now is chamber. I very rarely buy a Sheriff, because it's like, well, I could buy a Sheriff, or I could just buy eight head hunter, eight Headhunter shots.
3: And I have eight Guardian shots in my pocket. Yeah. I see. Hunter, I originally thought you were making a joke that, oh, they really need to release an agent who
2: has, like, an ability that's a Guardian so that you'll want to get better with the Guardian. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, see, I get where you're coming from there, Chase, with that joke. But as I was thinking through why Cass sucks with a Guardian, I was thinking (laughs) through – I think it's probably about a couple different things. One being that I – Think I would have to look this up, but I imagine that your movement speed is less with a guardian than with a sheriff or a headhunter. So, like, that's something to get used to, as well as the fact that to use a guardian effectively, you want to fire significantly faster than you fire with a sheriff. Because right now, you can like fire off two shots really quick with the guardian with like great accuracy. Whereas, if you spam two sheriff shots, the second sheriff shot or headhunter shot is going to be wildly off. At longer range. I, I
3: didn't know that because I never buy Guardian, yeah. but...
2: Yeah, so, like, I was kind of thinking it through, and, in you know, in thinking through why Cass is bad with the Guardian, I think that the Chamber Headhunter is not really that close to it, uh, except for, of course, the the ultimate thing of the infinite range head taps, but in terms of how it feels, it seems like there's a difference that Cass can't get past, which is why they need to have a, literally an upgraded <laughs> Guardian for some <laughs> agent, so Cass uh, focuses on it.
3: Yeah, true. I do have a uh one hundred percent kill rate with a guardian. Um two hundred percent actually. My my current average kills per round with a
2: guardian is two. Um Ooh, baby. Yeah. I'm not sure that's, that's how math works, but uh okay, I'll take it.
3: What my av average kills with a guardian per round is two because I uh have gotten a guardian one round that I picked it up and I got two kills with it.
2: You no, know, I was saying that you... Oh, okay, that's what you're saying for 200%. Yes. Okay, I, I I get that, I get that, okay.
3: Oh, I see, yes. That's probably not how math worked or the way I originally said it. Um, yeah, the way you originally yeah.
2: said
3: yeah. it was messed <laughs> <yeah, I, laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, I was speaking out of my ass with percentages, but <laughs>
2: yes. I, you get I, two kills with every shot with the Guardian. <laughs> yeah, I, well, could yeah. be.
3: I could have just gotten a collab. I mean, that, yeah,
2: that is possible. I, yeah,
3: very possible. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um... I think you would have led with that if that's what happened. i have got the collide with the Guardian this act.
3: <laughs> um I did actually get my first uh Stinger burst fire kill today, I think ever.
2: Really? Oh I, oh I watched it. I saw
0: you ADSing and I'm like Interesting. He's got like uh I thought you had like your RGX Phantom or your RGX um whatchamacallit. Vandal. Spectre.
3: Spectre nope i had my I... rgx stinger
0: oh fuck did you got all the rgx <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> okay anyway, i just assumed it was an rgx gun that was not the op and not your stinger um and i was like oh interesting chase is adsing here and then i saw the the four round burst come out and i was just thinking in my head like wait i bought this round why the fuck does chase have a stinger
3: yeah, I think I was forcing up because the rest of the team could buy. And right. I couldn't the rest buy of shit. Team
0: could buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just remember thinking in my head like I I died with a rifle. <laughs> Why the fuck just chase up a stinger? But I got a oh. kill.
3: I then died yeah. to the person who swung me afterwards, or swung me afterwards because I couldn't trade. Like they just traded me out. Well, and there's mm-hmm. nothing I can do with a fucking stinger. But I got I got a kill with it. I was like, shit, I've never done that.
0: Dude, you know I'm actually gonna look this up because in that exact same game, dude. I fucking went off with jet knives. And I usually don't. Like, okay, well it was
3: while while you're looking that up, I yeah. was just thinking of a of a strat that I, I want to tell the listeners because I mean maybe maybe this is a, a known strat for ascent that I just discovered today. But um Ascent, say you're holding A site. Right? Okay. It's pretty typical that the like you're if I'm holding tree the smokes player on the other team, if they're pushing a site is going to smoke me off while they're getting on site. Now the order of events that happens is, you know, you push onto a site, you get some space. Someone goes and closes door. Right. With with a stinger. It's very nice to just sit in that smoke. Wait till you hear someone start closing door and kill them. Ooh! You
0: can also just wallbang switch.
3: Like I know not with I know, a stinger. Not with a stinger.
0: I noticed that a lot. If you of have people an
3: Aries, maybe that's another strat yeah. then.
0: Right, but like even without an Aries, like you can do it with like you can do with a rifle. You can do it with a sheriff. Well, this is like,
3: obviously in a round where you can't buy or, a.
0: Okay. It, yeah, then you probably should have bought a sheriff in the first place. But at any rate, I, I I'm saying this more as a general rule of thumb. I've noticed a lot of people try to get really tight to that door right and then try to be like oh like when i hear switch i'm gonna try to like you know spam that corner and maybe i'll maybe i'll hit them as they're like running out um i i think boof is the only other player i've seen spam that wall to try to get that kill when somebody taps switch
3: i mean can you get it
0: i've gotten one and i'm pretty sure boof has gotten one as well when i've like been watching him play
3: because I was oh, yeah. standing in the middle of like door would basically close on my head, yeah. Right, and, but the smoke is still covering me because of its arc shaped, right? Like mm-hmm. it, the dome, right? So I'm in the smoke. They can't see me there. Someone is closing door. I just spray them down with a with a stinger, and their vandal dropped at my feet.
2: Beautiful. It Ooh, was, uh, I love uh, to hear I'm that. It. it was beautiful. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I'm not
0: saying I'm not saying you came up with a poor strap. Right, like that. That's not my point. I think it's actually pretty effective, or could be used to great effect. But I was just saying, like as a general rule of thumb, I feel like I don't see people spam that as often as perhaps people should spam that wall.
3: I didn't know it was wall bangable, to be honest. Um, but that's that's actually very good to know that it is wall bangable. Yeah. that's a that's another strat.
0: Um. Okay. So unfortunately, I cannot look up exactly how many Bladestorm storm kills I got. Without directly opening Valorant, which would fuck up my audio recording, so I'm not gonna do that. But uh, I am up to five and a half uh, knife kills per game as Jet. This act,
3: like alt kills, like yes, kills. Yes, you've played two games as Jet. Yes. Okay.
0: I average five and a half kills with it over the course of now two games in referee, which you
3: match MVP'd.
0: Okay, Both sure. You don't need to piss on my fire here, or rain <laughs> okay, on my parade, sorry. Either, either or. Um, but for example, if I go to all axe, that number drops to about three.
3: Okay, so you're probably getting a kill with it every, like, every time you pop it. Yeah, even things, even things, in,
0: things are going a bit better.
3: Well, no, even on average, what you how, do, you get it four what times time? on average.
0: Oh, I probably get it twice a half. Okay. Yeah. Do I? Pop it twice. A, yeah, I'd, I'd say I I'd probably get it twice a half on average. Now, the the thing though is like, if the game's going really well,
3: you don't pop it.
0: I might not use it. Yeah, because like, I I, I typically like I would typically use it on like even if I've got money to buy, but like I died the round prior. It's like, well, I've got my alt. Like I can just use my alt. Like I'll, I'll pop my alt. We can save our econ. Like that'll benefit us later down the road. Um or but like the scenario in which i have 9k in my bank it's like well i'm not gonna pop them this round i'm gonna buy something so that i don't have 9k and then when i'm not going to
1: max out then i'll use my knives
3: yeah i I I think that if you can maintain five that's really good because that means that you're getting on average more than one kill per time you you pop it right but even just getting one kill per time that you pop it is pretty good right like that's that's what you're looking for in an ult, is getting a kill.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to get multiple,
3: though. It's always nice to get multiple, but it sucks to not get any. Yeah. Right? Like, if you're using an ultimate, the goal is to get at least a kill out of it.
0: I'm trying to think, like, I, I feel like with.
3: Or delay you know, to the point where you win, which sure, is how.
0: I was going to say, like, with Astra ult. Like, you're probably just being like, I want to get sight.
3: Yeah. You might not
0: specifically yeah. be looking for a kill, right? Yeah. But, like, I'm thinking of other alts and, like, a cypher alt. You're definitely not looking for a kill.
3: I mean, depends uh, on the scenario.
0: What do you mean depends on the scenario? The enemy team gets, like, a split-second buff when the cypher alt goes off. Because you can't fucking aim at someone when the fucking silhouette pops. Like, you ever been in a gunfight and the enemy, like, the guy you're shooting gets fucking like pinged by the Cypher
3: ult. And he's just not in the same place anymore? Yeah, it's like it's yeah,
0: For a split second, he's fucking invincible. For just <laughs> a split second.
2: Yeah, I will say it's kind of the worst if you're like actively peeking someone right when it goes off because then there's this distracting yellow outline in your face, like overlapping with the player model. Yeah, exactly.
3: But I would say that even Cypher ult, like if you're going to pop it, it's telling you where somebody's coming from, and hopefully you're getting a kill off of that.
0: Yeah, maybe. Right,
3: it's getting a kill off of the information in that point. Um, you know, ideally, maybe they it pops behind a smoke and you can spray them down. But
0: yeah, I don't. I I've never actually played Cipher in any game ever, but I I wonder how that it would record because you know how on Tracker it shows you ability kills per match. Mm-hmm. Um, like if i go to all my acts right and i can see omen it, it tells me that i average 3.16 kills per omen ult a game
3: yeah is that just around like kills after yeah. you've used your omen ult like that's right. that's interesting well, i
0: don't i don't i don't know exactly how that how it tallies
3: non-damaging right? ult kills
0: um yeah
3: but
0: for like i like i wonder and I'm like i've never played cypher so i don't know um But yeah, I think that like I'd be curious to see how exactly I tally that. Now, actually, just very minor aside here: I I just noticed when I looked at my all like agents played under all acts. Um, I have played six agents in
1: comp ever. Four of them are duelists.
3: (laughs) Wow! Wow! I I only ever played four, which I was surprised at.
0: Hmm. But I've got more agent variety than you do.
3: Yeah, three Why, of mine are initiators, and one is the controller.
2: You guys want to guess how many agents I have played in comp? Um,
0: nah, how many agents are currently in the game? Nineteen. Are we at nineteen?
2: Yeah, I'm th- gonna uh, say uh,
3: I'm gonna no. say you have played twelve agents in comp. Price is high. high. I'm
0: going
2: eleven. Hey, that's fucked up. It, it, I, I thought it, you were it, gonna it, go with it, one. It, it is eleven. Oh. Eleven is a specific oh. number. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, Chase, actually, yep. before you said 12, my guess was 12 too.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Price Price's right rules, you definitely should have gone with one. But interestingly, I have had uh yeah. I've had uh eight agents that I've played less than 50 matches on. And then I have three agents who I've played over 130 matches on. So there's definitely are, a strong bias there.
0: Well, the, the 130 match threshold is a little specific there. But yeah. I also fall under that category. I have three agents that I've played over 130 matches on, and then I've got, well, I guess three that I haven't.
2: Interesting. But I it works out for both of us.
0: Or I've played less than 50 on those other three.
2: Um,
3: where do I see matches? Oh, yeah. I have three with over 200 and one with 13. 13 being KO?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only 13,
3: honestly. I, uh, you yeah, KO I really Ridden don't now. play KO that often. Um, but I've played 360 matches of Sova.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah, you were a Sova Instalock for a while, the same way that like I was an Omen Instalock. Yeah. Which, like... Even though neither of us would call those their mains at this point.
3: Yeah, I mean, Sova's I just as much of there. my main as... as uh. Brim is because I, feel like I play them on the same amount point. of I play them on the same amount of maps right I yes. it's three and three mm-hmm. Um. I just I do enjoy playing Brim more and I, I do better as Brim but I feel like that's I don't want to play Brim on the maps where I want to play Sova or the maps that I do play Sova so it really just depends on which maps come up for me which agent I'm playing
0: yeah, it's so weird that you don't want to play Prim or Breach on Fracture.
3: Yeah, I want to play Sova on Fracture.
0: That's so I was weird. looking
3: is that I have the um like my Fracture is my second highest win rate map. Um uh, after split. And I have the highest assists per game on Fracture. Which I think makes a lot of sense oh. because I have no Because I have a lot of sick lineups on Fracture for Sova shock darts, right? So I'm getting chip damage a lot more consistently because of the choke points you have to enter on site. And because of, like, I know how to shoot them, so I I get them off of, like, barrier drop, right?
0: Okay, hear me out for a sec here, okay? You know how Tony has created a nickname for you? Yeah. Being... For those of you who don't know, Chase play for Alt Robinson. Yeah, because yeah, because he, he typically plays characters being. Well, yeah, my my three brim characters
3: all have ults that or delay breach. Yes, have devious. ults
0: that can delay devius. Now, what if when you play brim, you could also combo that with a Molly lineup to delay even more time?
2: No, I don't, I don't need no, no, I I know. It's, I
0: know it's. I know it's a wild thought process but just you know just throwing yeah, so it out so you there. you
3: shouldn't be critiquing someone who has an 85% win rate on that agent ooh shot's fired i'll tell you what
0: we're just talking about this i've got a better win rate on jet this act than than you have on prim
3: yeah i played 26 games on him and tell tell me <laughs> maybe i will all right do it and i'm not giving you tips on how to play jet am i ooh
0: would you be able, like, would you, would you have any critiques of my Jet play?
3: I don't know. You haven't played enough Jet for me to, to
0: accurately I'm represent that. I've yo, yo. the times that I played Jet.
2: Straight up, straight up. Do we want to have a bet going between Chase and Cass for the very end of the act, having some threshold of games Cass has to play on Jet, and see who has more wins between Jet and Brim? I'd have a bet if, if he plays what? over 25 games on Jet by the end of the act. <laughs> Oh, what do you think, Cass?
0: Okay, when when the fuck doesn't the act end pretty soon?
2: No, dude, we're like halfway through the act.
0: Oh, really? I heard rumors that the night market was showing up soon.
2: Well, maybe it's Which showing is up early. The end
0: of the act. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, we have uh, like one left. Rate... I'd, yeah,
3: I'd I I put up I put up a battle pass on it.
0: I, okay, I just feel like I'm just not going to end up playing that many matches on chat. Like for the well, I mean, the, the bet
2: is just canceled if you don't play that many matches. Like no one wins anything. Is what I'm thinking. Oh, interesting. So that incentivizes me oh, to so lower well, the I, number.
0: Right, right. But so I but no, the threshold. see, I don't I
3: don't like this either because then if Cass is one game below that threshold and he's nowhere oh, close, to the win yeah. percent,
2: he just won't play right. Jet.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. But that'd be that'd be dumb.
2: Oh, so so the way we'd have to do it is Cass can only win the bet if he gets to that threshold otherwise he loses that's the way we'd have to do it
0: that's the way you'd have to do it but i'm saying i don't think i would hit that threshold so i feel like this just doesn't really work out that well yeah it does because
3: like, there's like, no reason for Cass to take this bet because he's not going to win it
0: right like mm. if the threshold was set to be like five games right and i'm like oh cool sometime <laughs> between now and the end of the act i've got to play three more games on jet
2: yeah, but then you just go one and three in those games, and you probably win the bet because a three fifths win rate is pretty good.
3: Yeah.
0: No, but I need to beat. I need to beat what eighty five.
2: Eighty
0: five. Yeah, I need to beat eighty five.
3: Oh shoot! So,
2: yeah.
0: given if I play five games, I would actually need to win all five of them on chat to yeah. beat out that eighty five.
2: Yeah, you wild.
0: So,
3: but I, I I would say that it's it's possible that the next three games that you play Jet on you win.
0: That is possible,
3: right? There's, I'm saying there's no way that you get over an 85 after playing another 20 games.
0: Well, can I smurf my account back to silver one where you started this act?
2: (laughs) Oh, shots fired. That's cold. Yes.
0: So, hold on, just give me a second. Let me just derank my
2: account. <laughs> yes, but you have <laughs> to do it on Jet. The Drunk Valorant podcast does not uh, support uh, throwing in games. All the content in this podcast is satirical only.
0: Uh, purely <laughs> theoretical. Like,
2: yeah, theoretically,
0: is. if my account were to end up in Silver One, for example, within the next mm. two days. <laughs> no, no, actually, I'd have to smurf on not, or I'd have to derank on not Jet.
3: Yeah that that was my that was my joke stuff. that it had to be oh, on oh, jet oh, oh. yeah that,
0: oh whoa. oh I see my my brain's too slow for that
3: yeah
0: um okay so
3: so it sounds we? like sounds like no money on the table here
0: yeah no no
3: yeah just it's too gameable
0: I don't, I don't think I'm hitting it it's it's too percent. it's
3: too gameable but if if it happens then we will update the pod.
0: Mm-hmm. If if I end up playing more games on Jet this act, and keep in mind, I typically only play Jet when either Chamber is locked or our comp needs a Duelist, um, which given how many people play Duelist, is not super likely. So we'll... although actually, given my performance on Breeze, I might start picking Jet more on Breeze just because I like Jet attack on Breeze and Chamber, on, Chamber attack on Breeze kind of anus. Um,
1: so yeah, we'll 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 see where I end up
0: with as jet by the end of the act, but I don't anticipate playing double digit games on Jet prior to the end of this act. We'll we'll see how that ends up though. Um at any rate, yeah, I, I do believe we are I, I know we've rambled a lot here, but I do believe this kind of finishes up the old State of the Union.
3: Yeah, I feel like already. we were gonna wrap it up about twenty minutes ago at least. And yeah, we've, well we've you know rambling, i mean, but that's end. fine. Yeah, we got sidetracked. Yeah, all right. yeah, if anything,
2: Cass, I'll just throw in there that I think some people... I'm curious to hear what the people in the Discord have to say about this, because I know, judging from Reddit, a lot of people are really not liking the state of ranked at the moment, and they feel like there's a lot of smurfs. It's just a lot of unfair games. Um, personally, I don't have an opinion, and both Chase and Cass are saying it seems good at the moment, so it seems like we're sort of anti-meta in our opinions on this, so let us know what you guys think. Well,
3: anti-meta way. or anti-reddit, there's a difference. Because Reddit is the loudest voices and Reddit likes to complain. Yeah, accurate. And yeah. it's really nice when I also have a complaint and then I can go be like, finally, somebody is taking my side on this issue, but then I, f- it's always complaining. So
0: I gotta yeah. go back ten days before I find the game and that we got utterly wrecked on. And there was an unbalanced kill count, right? Like,
1: wait, you
2: have I'd to go back 10 days good. to find a game where yeah, you yeah, get to find the
0: game that we got okay. wrecked in and there was an unbalanced kill amount yeah, like on the other yeah. team, right? Like I had to go back over 10 days. Like I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that, that to me, that seems like, yeah, sure. 10 days ago, I ran into a heavy smurf. But that was ten days ago, like,
3: and in, and playing every day for the last ten days, you have not Yeah, right?
0: exactly. No. Like, it's not like I mean, granted, I didn't play May thirteenth. Oh well, right. So like, yeah, there's one day in there. But like, you know, I'd say I I play like two to three games a day on average, and I have to go back over ten days before I before I found a game that we just got utterly dominated in by someone. Like
3: oh, we, I, I we think skied that's on strong. that day. Yeah. I was like, why the hell did we not play on May 13th? We <laughs> were out daddy. of town.
0: Yep. Okay. So, moving on here. Chase, did you have anything that you wanted to particularly bring up? or?
3: Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say next up on C SPAN, uh, after the State of the Union, is the Senate Judiciary Committee on why Neon sucks. Oof. This would be a great
0: joke if I had any idea what the fuck C SPAN was.
3: Uh, it's, like, the, the news network that does all the congressional shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, I see. So if I were to watch the State of the Union, it'd be on C-SPAN.
3: Well, I'm pretty sure yeah, the State probably. of the Union is, is like, aired on a lot of other channels, too. I, cause uh, I
0: was going to say, I didn't have cable growing up, so I had, like, four channels.
3: But as a man like who grew TV. up in Washington fucking D.C., you don't know what C-SPAN is? Nah. All right. Never mind. Moving on. To, wild. That is me. actually yeah. totally wild, <laughs> though. What the heck?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd,
0: I'd say on average I watched the State of the Union, but I just turned on to Station 4. Now, my TV was between Station 4, Station 5, and, like, Station 7. Maybe Station 2 was a thing. That was that was all we had.
2: Listen and now Station well, 4. Cass, do you Station want to continue to be being a grandpa and talking about how TV was when you were a kid, or should we move on to the next <laughs> topic
3: here?
2: <laughs> when I was a kid, we didn't have color. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, did they, either of you two have a, a topic that you wanted you to You have topics. I, you're bringing them yeah. up. I'm
2: wondering, do I just go down my list? <laughs> yes, go down or the list. The well, tongue, like, we yeah. discussed before, this before the podcast, guys yeah, I gave I know, you my I, ideas. You're welcome yeah, to do yeah, whatever you I like. I have
0: your ideas. Chase just seemed like... like it, it seemed like Chase like wanted to move on from the State of the Union earlier, and then we got sidetracked. So I, I <laughs> kind of assumed he had somewhere he was going.
3: No,
2: I, I apparently just
0: apparently he didn't.
2: The place I was going was next.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Cass,
2: let me uh, let me give you a quick heart to heart here. I, uh, you know, you're the you're the charismatic host of this podcast, and I trust you to select whatever topic comes next. And I mean that okay. fully, unironically.
0: Cool. So, a, a hunter picked a great time to give that statement because the next thing we're going to cover is actually his idea. Um, <laughs> okay. So, as a hunter and I, and I guess to a lesser degree, I kind of brought this up the other day over dinner with Chase. But we, we've gone over the changed rules for the current closed qualifier playoffs for the VCT to play into, what is this, Masters 2? Yep. Am I correct in that?
1: Okay. You are correct. So
0: to get into Masters 2, after the all the round-robin games happen, they've come up with a new playoff format. Um, Hunter, I, I think you're better versed on this than I am if you want to explain that. You're also kind of our explainy guy.
2: this is true yeah very true (laughs) cool so essentially in both group stages the one for na for masters one and this current uh group stage which is happening right now um there were 12 teams invited divided into two groups of six teams each and then two teams from each group were sent home so then the top four teams out of six from each group move on ...to the playoffs, which were double bracket in Masters 1 and are double bracket in Masters 2. So, so far, everything is the same. But whereas in Masters 1, uh, your positioning in the four that don't get eliminated in the group stage... ...only affected how difficult like your first game was likely to be... ...because it was all eight teams playing the double bracket, all starting at the same point. In Masters 2 your position within the four teams that move on to the playoff bracket actually has a huge impact in terms of the kind of matchups that you'll be seeing because groups, uh, sorry, uh, positions two and three from each group play in the first round of the bracket group. uh, The position number one from each group has a first round by, and then position four from each bracket starts in the losers bracket. They play the loser of the first round. So, essentially, if you're in group 4, it, it's a single elimination bracket for you. I keep saying I keep saying group instead of position. If you're in position 4, it's a single elimination bracket for you. And if you're in position 1, that's uh one uh game you get to set out. So, I like I like it in general in that it makes this, the positioning much more interesting. Um, but as cast will, I'm sure, cover. There are some problems with it.
0: Yeah, so basically my whole take on this is, as Hunter pointed out, like, I I do like it in theory, right? There is a decisive advantage to doing better in the group stage, and there is a decisive disadvantage to squeaking in in that fourth place. But one of the things that I'm worried about um, is because you're... Like if they played a full season, right we've got multiple matches against the same team and whatnot, then I think this system would be great, but solely because it's just one round robin where you play every team once, I've got a feeling that there's going to be some three way or four way ties um because I think if it's a two way tie, like you just go to head to head. Like, whoever won that matchup between the two of you gets that spot. Um, but I think in the in the context of three-way ties, where, you know, Team A beats Team B, Team B beats Team C, and Team C beat Team A, um, it, it could get kind of finicky, and I don't love the tiebreakers, is, is the big thing for me. Um,
3: yeah, okay, I think we talk about the tiebreakers in a second, because that's a slightly different topic, but we sure. can, we can get to it. I think yeah. that about the actual bracket format itself, um, I was just thinking about, about it. And yes, for this team in fourth, um, it sucks because in you know, stage one, they would have been in a double elimination, uh, bracket seated as it, you would an 18 bracket. Um, so, you know, seed four from one group plays the seed one from the other group. Uh, and then two and threes play each other. um, Basically what this is doing is fast forwarding the expected quote unquote outcome from the first round for two of the games.
0: Yeah. It's team one. Expected- team one and team-, team four
3: team one expectedly beats team four. And then the bracket is the exact same, except for now team four doesn't have the chance to upset team one in this first round.
2: Interesting. I didn't Did need to happen
0: now, last closed qualifiers. Did it happen? Yeah, uh, version one lost in the first round, coming out yes. as the number one seed.
3: Yes, yes, because version Ooh. one failed miserably in the in the bracket, but went yeah. undefeated in groups.
0: Right, so... Okay, but my... the Okay, if, if this system were to be slightly altered to the point where there was, like, a wild card entry into the lower bracket between the two teams that got, like, eliminated or perhaps just like there was a game between the fourth place team and the fifth place team to see who gets that bid into the lower bracket. So you're only allowed one loss. Like if they had a wild card game, I'd like it a bit more. If they were just like, Hey, look, if you want to guarantee entry into this playoff bracket, you need to be teams one, two or three. And then like team four and five, would play for that wild card spot. I think I might like that a bit more, but I and again we'll, we'll see if my scenario doesn't even come into play, which there's a solid chance of. But I, I, I just think that it's going to be kind of dumb if it comes down to the end of it, and then like a team ends up being in fourth due to a technicality of sorts, and then they don't have the opportunity to lose
3: a game in in the bracket. Yeah, okay, I understand. Like yes, it sucks because, you know, you you only play one full round robin here. Um like maybe the team in fourth is better than the team in first. I doubt it. Uh unlikely especially in, something... in, unlikely in the group stages. Yeah. Um but, but the what team in fourth
0: could be better than the team in third? And I don't yeah. think that'd be a And they have threat. an
3: opportunity to to th- like you know, go into this and still make a run through the losers bracket. Now, I think a couple of things here. First, we wouldn't be having the same conversation had in stage one, only the top three teams from groups been risen to the, um, yep. to the playoffs. If you consider it that way, then it's like, oh, now the fourth seed gets a bit, but they get into the lower bracket, just as you were saying, mm-hmm. right? There's an extra spot there. This is only because the previous system allowed four teams into the upper bracket, and now we have three. I don't think it's an objectively bad system because it's slightly worse for that war- like that team based on precedent, right? I think that the system is still fine, especially like without context, right? Without thinking about what we've had in the past, mm-hmm. and there could be a couple of reasons why they do this, right? This could be, in this case, we're getting rid of two games, right? It in this playoff, uh, maybe scheduling was a concern. Maybe they felt like they had too many games for a qual for like a close qualifier, um, and they, they couldn't schedule it, or like they obviously were able to schedule it last time, but maybe they they just found like viewership dropped off. There were too many games, you know. Let let's slim it down a little bit so people are more intrigued for the games that we are playing right, second thing is think about version one who you said you know, like bombed out in like the first couple games of the of the bracket last time, but went undefeated in group stage ah. right they have like no v c t points for going undefeated in in group stages right they have they have a couple wow. but it's it's not very high like they're unlikely to make it into like. In, like to champions or even into lcq they might just not make I it think, into lcq at all
0: i think mathematically uh who is it there's like two teams that would need to play like absolute dog shit for v1 to just not outright be out of lcq and i believe one of TSM those TSM ghost i think it's like yeah i think it's like tsm and ghost that would have to oh yeah because phase got rises points so, yeah, it'd have to be TSM and Ghost that just, like, don't pick up any points whatsoever. Um, and to my understanding, the points go up as the season goes on.
2: That's what it was last year, at least. I don't right? know if so that's I'm the same thing sure this
0: year. I'm, I'm, f- I'm fairly confident that's still the same thing. Like, I like, I think the number goes up as the year goes on, which, like, uh just from a, you know, a recency standpoint... I get the logic behind that, right? It's like, oh, you were good at the beginning of the year, but now you're shit compared to this other team who,
3: cough, Sentinel's cough grinding. What? (laughs) It's just Sentinels making it into champions. And yeah, and what I will say,
2: uh, I actually uh, looked this up real quick, and it is correct that the points uh, go up. Um, It seems like it's not as significant as last year. So, for context, for Masters one first place for NA gets 750 points third fourth place gets 300 because for masters 2 first place gets 1000 points and fourth place gets 400 so okay, it's, so it does it's go like up. it's a 20 it's a uh, 33% increase between masters 1 and 2
3: yeah but the point here is that version 1 basically has no points right so right, them going right. undefeated in group stages even though it was like a crazy achievement right didn't actually matter for their VCT points because they bombed out. Now, if yeah. this current bracket, the one for stage two, were to be implemented implemented last time, they would have made it around further. Right? So that maybe they would have gotten more points
2: there. Yes, yeah, so that would have gotten them forty five instead of thirty five points looking yeah, at that. That's the chart something.
0: Now. It is something.
2: It is, but it's not a lot, though.
0: I I now I don't know how many points you need to get into LCQ at this point.
3: I mean more than um, your opponents, yeah.
2: Yeah, like like the guard made it to they they the guard lost um in the wait no they won, didn't they? Yeah Dude. the guard
3: yeah, won. The also, won the whole
2: thing.
0: Hunter, while you're doing some right. math here, um sorry Chase, I had to plug my headset in there. Um so I couldn't respond directly, but like to your last comment, no shit, Fairlock. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, the way you phrased it, opponents. the way, the way you phrased it was, uh, like there's a, like a bar to entry, like, Oh, any teams no, that no, may no, that no, have no, over a no. hundred points get into LCQ, but like, it's, you know, it, it's the top 10 teams or whatever, you know? So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, I don't know how many points the other teams have. I understand and so what
3: you I mean. Know, and, like... it, I, maybe I, I, just definitely interpreted it wrong at the start, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, sorry, Hunter. You were mathematically doing stuff.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I was. I forget where I was going with that. It's not yeah, important. Okay. Back to back to the conversation.
0: Sure. Fuck it. It's probably not that important. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, at any rate, tiebreakers.
1: Hunter, would you mind looking up the list
0: of exactly what the tiebreakers are in order?
2: I'll try. I haven't looked it up yet, so I have to figure out where it is, but I'll, I'll do my best.
0: Um, now, I personally, and Chase and I talked about this last night over dinner. Um, uh, and for those of you who are listening, I, I took, I, I wined and dined Chase last yeah,
1: night. Yeah, I
3: was like, uh, Cass, you're making it sound like we went on like a nice fancy dinner last night. This was at the fucking kitchen table. Like, <laughs> Chase, are you trying we to both... deny the date that
2: you and Cass had last night? For my girlfriend's sake, maybe. <laughs> don't, listen to don't listen to this don't listen to this Chase's girlfriend
0: I don't think Chase's girlfriend would have too big of a problem with me whining and dining it
2: no but, I wouldn't uh,
3: have a big problem either you want to whine it at me go for <laughs> it
0: you don't drink wine
3: I'll, I'll drink it if you're buying it
0: okay, but, uh, I think we both agreed that like you know if if in a two way tie head to head should absolutely be the number one tiebreaker. And if it's anything but head-to-head and a two-way tie, that's, that's stupid. fucking stupid.
3: Yeah, agreed. Um, we didn't actually know. Last night we were talking about this, and Cass was like, oh, the blah-blah-blah is the tiebreaker. I'm like, e- even if it's a two-way tie, like, wouldn't head-to-head be the tiebreaker? And he was like, I don't know, but if it's not, that's dumb. Yeah, right?
0: like that would be fucking stupid if head-to-head wasn't the tiebreaker in that context. Um, now, I'm fairly confident up towards the top of the list of what the tiebreakers are is round differential. How many more rounds did you win versus lose? Or I suppose it's technically possible for a team in fourth to have, or like two teams. Actually, is it, is it possible for two teams tied for like whether they get fourth place or not to just have negative round differentials? I'm not sure possible.
3: that seems okay. like math I that don't seems, want to do.
0: Yeah, that seems like complicated math. But like at any rate, it's whoever's whoever's higher to the positive side of the scale between the difference between their wins and their losses, if that makes sense. Uh I'm pretty sure is very high up there.
2: And I Okay, well, let me sorry, go
0: ahead. I was gonna say I personally don't love round differential as a tiebreaker system because I don't think it matters if you win by an inch or you win by a mile.
2: So, like, Cass, I had not looked up the uh, the info on what the tiebreakers were until just now. Um, and I was under the same impression as you that the uh, round differential would be what was used to determine it for the reason that on Liquidpedia, when you look at the current standings of the group stage, it um, lists the round differential right next to the like, record of each team. However, um, it seems, according to a Valorant insider who writes for uh, Dot Esports, which I've seen a bunch of their stuff before, so it seems fairly legit, um, he says that two-way ties, tiebreaker head-to-head, obviously. In the case of a three-way tie, there are three criteria that will determine the fourth and fifth seed. Number one is map win percentage through the group stage. Two is round win percentage through the group stage, and three is pre group stage seed. So, okay, so two is round differential, yeah.
0: two is round differential,
2: one is map, one,
3: differential. map differential,
0: map differential, which and I think that is objectively makes a better, better
3: yeah, I, I think objectively that's objectively better, better
0: too. Um, but I still don't love
3: it. Why? Because then it's like, were, were your games two to one or two O's?
0: Yeah, no, no, which, like, again, I think is way better than round differential. Like, way, way better. But I, yeah. you know, I, I just feel like, given how the picks and pan stages could go, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate for this, I, I do think that map differential is a pretty good way to do it. Um, There is a scenario in which you're like, well, we're going to get fucking rolled on this map, but we're going to win maps two and three. All right? It's like, we're going to fucking get absolutely wrecked map one. But we'll still win this 2-1 if if I can play the picks and bans to this order. Which, again, I am currently playing Devil's Advocate. I think map differential is a pretty solid way to do it. But I'm just listing that as a caveat.
3: Yeah, you're um, saying if they had... Because, obviously, the pick-ban stage has a lot of strategy in it based mm-hmm. on your opponent. So you're saying if, say, we float this map that we know they're going to pick, it means we yeah. can ban this other one. And yes, we're going to lose on this map, but it means that we are strongly favored in the other two that we're going exactly.
0: to get. Exactly. It's like like they they're, they're going to get the map they want from map 1. We're going to get the map we want from map 2, and we're going to get rid of this other map so that that can't show up as map 3. Right? Interesting. And we feel strong about our map 3, whatever that ends up being.
2: So you ban uh, their second best or second and third best instead of their first and second.
0: Exactly. Best. That that's what I'm thinking of. Um, but nonetheless, I think we can all agree that your seeding going into the open qualifier being the third tiebreaker is fucking dumb.
3: Well, this is a yeah n- the very unique scenario, yeah. and I think that that's probably the best thing you can do. What what the fuck else are you gonna do? Like, uh, pop head off raid right on your jet player? Like wh- <laughs> head to
0: head, aim Yeah.
3: <laughs> Okay. This this Ooh, is getting into lovely. your into your st- like next point. Of, yes. On this, I, I but I love this idea. But, but I okay. think that I, I mean I hate that idea, but we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that in a system where you have played a bunch of games, mm-hmm. and now you are trying to determine who was better in that group of games, even though you have the same win loss rate overall, yes, map drone differential makes the most sense as the first tiebreaker. Yes, yeah. round differential makes a sense if you somehow have the same map differential. It's like how how many rounds in within those maps did you win or lose? Like, yes, there's a difference between losing thirteen one and losing eleven thirteen. We're losing in overtime. Right? Like there's there's a huge difference there.
0: Right, but losing thirteen like thirteen ten versus thirteen nine is not a big fucking deal
3: and over the course of playing how many different maps here how how substantial is a single round not very substantial and so right. there is not going to be a case where you get like a one round differential possibly there is there's a there's a scenario where it happens it, it could happen it could happen but in that case is there a better way to determine it i don't think so and you think so but i i, I don't i don't think so Hunter, yeah, so before before Cath launches into this, I want to see where you're what side you're leaning on.
2: Yeah, I'm it's it's tough. It's really hard to consider for me because like you said initially, Chase, the scenario where you would go down to the initial seating is like so rare that like at some point, you know, you're going to start leaning towards more frivolous or more questionable methods for determining it. So like, yeah, I don't love your position going in, but at the same time, I don't hate it either. That's that's kind of my stance on it. But how do you feel about round differential? Um, yeah, I, re- I really don't love it because if you lose a battle but win the war, that's what counts.
0: Yeah, see, I, like, for the most part, I would 100% agree with map differential because, you know, like, as I pointed out, I I don't love round differential simply because if you win the game, you win the game. doesn't matter how you do it, right? And then I understand Chase's point of,
1: well, there's a difference between winning 13-1 and winning 13-11, right? Um, yeah, that, that so is I, true. I, I get it. But I, I, at the end of the day, like, uh,
0: you know, the the teams are all fairly solid in this qualifier. I think we can all agree that, like, it's more even than the last one was in terms of, like, team strength.
1: Um, and... i say, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I feel like there's just not gonna... Like, so far, 100 Thieves has not been 13-0'd. True. It's on the table, obviously, but, like, I, I, I'm just saying though, like, I, I think that, uh, you know, blowouts you might not see a lot of. Um, Decisive wins being, you know, like, the other team is at, like, 6 or 7, you might see those a good amount. But again, like, you know, like, when you lost a map, 6-13, is that really any different from you losing it 7-13? And, like, if those, like, I, I just feel like there's a very solid chance for those, like, dumb rounds that it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, could end up making making a difference in, like, a in a tie. Um, now, getting on to my idea, which I, I really like this idea, but I will admit that given the current state of Valorant, it is not exactly feasible, because it requires
1: a symmetrical, like a mirrored symmetry, a map to do. Um,
0: but I really like how, and... The only time I've ever seen this before was in uh, CS tournaments, determining prize payout between, like, you know, 10th and 11th place. It's like 10th place just gets more prize money than 11th place does. And these teams are both out of the tournament, but, like, just do this for shits and giggles to see who gets 10th place and gets a bit more money. Um, but it's it's 1v1 aim duels with certain weapons. Um, and... So in the context of Valorant, it would probably be like, you know, Sheriff, Marshal, Phantom, Vandal, Op, as like the five weapons. Um, And perhaps you ditch, like ditch one of the two uh, snipers. So like, you either get rid of the Marshal or you get rid of the Operator and toss in another weapon there. Um, But the the general premise of it is you you just have a 1v1 aim duel against someone on their team and each player can only represent one weapon um so you can't just for example you have yay on your team you can't just be like yay you're doing all of them uh like each player has to pick a certain weapon and play a 1v1 against someone on their team against uh, like against the exact same weapon and it's you know best 3 out of 5 Which I think is just a really cool way
1: to break ties. And you actually get a say in that. Like, you're not playing a whole game.
0: But like you have some amount of say. It's like, at the end of the day, both of these teams were very equally matched. They had the same record, same map count. We need to pick one of the two of them to send forward. It's like, you can... You can show up and you can hit your shots. And because of that, you can move on. And I like that there's something there that you can tangibly
1: affect with your performance. And I
0: really like that as a tiebreaker.
3: Now, I see where you're coming from because one, like a benefit of this is this is something that you can get viewers for, right? So from from Riot's Mm -hmm. perspective right? This is viewers, like, eyes on a screen for something that is not a typical game, right? Something that typically gets decided be, like, behind the scenes. This actually has stakes to it, and it could be interesting to watch. Right? So that's fucking money. That's money, yeah. baby. Um, but the most glaring issue with this entire thing is that Valorant is not about aim. It is about aim, to a certain extent, but it's not all about aim and it is much more about strategy tactics how you're playing the game game sense right yeah so much more so than aim
0: i mean but you could say the exact same the same thing about cs
3: i think you can say more so in valorant and i'm not saying that it's a good idea in cs either
0: oh but it's fucking prime entertainment it's great and now this is coming from someone who has no stakes in CS, so like I don't like one more t- like one team more than another. Whereas in Valorant I do have a favorite team and a second favorite team and then the rest of them are all equally dog-fit to me. Um so like I have more stakes in Valorant but like it's just prime entertainment. Like it, it it's great to watch. And I think it'd be I like I think it'd
1: be number 1 fun. Which At the end of the day, that's why I
0: play Valorant because it's fun. Um, (laughs) Two, you can actually do something to, like, you're, you're hanging on by a thread, right? You can actually do something to reach up, grab that ledge, and fucking haul yourself up to, like, solid ground.
3: You know what else you could have done something? During the
2: games. Right, and you didn't. So that's yeah. why you have to aim. <laughs> but, now, but That's now the these idea two, of what Cass yeah, is exactly. saying.
0: exactly. These two teams are now tied, right? It's yes, either team could have done something in the game to hold themselves over that line, but neither of them did. We are now in a tied scenario.
2: And you think this is well, okay, better Cass, than round saying,
0: so saying? So just to
2: be clear, Cass, you're saying mapped differential should come first, and then differential should
0: absolutely come first.
2: Right? Okay.
0: Now... We can have the argument over whether round differential should come before this or not. I personally think this is great entertainment, and I would like to see it before round differential.
3: Because there's, like, out, no scenario where it would pass round differential. But
0: let's say it right? does pass round differential. If it
3: does, then do sure, think, I'm fine with do this. Do you think this over... is better
0: than your fucking seeding before you even entered the close qualifiers?
3: Yes, but, but only because of the entertainment value. Like, I still think that seeding entering the closed qualifiers is like, okay, yes, you like beat these better teams than this person in, in the qualifiers, in like the open qualifiers to get here, right? Like that's still games that you have won as a full Valorant game, right? That is you being better as a team, having better strategies than another team. But
0: by nature of you having the better seed going into the closed qualifiers, The competition that you face to get in would just be less. And, for example...
3: Not necessarily. The worst seeds had much less competition coming in because they came in from a second attempt where the first four teams weren't even in the tournament.
0: Okay, sure. But let's say, for example, Optic is the team on the chopping block along with...
3: That's what I was going I to say. Is this Me? this gets complicated when you right? include the four teams that got a buy to close qualifiers? Yeah.
0: they didn't even have to play in.
3: So then, in, in that case, right. I do agree that it's a shitty. Is
0: the number one seed, so they just get it. Now, <laughs> I feel like yeah, you picking Sl-
2: Optic was a bit of a weird pick because they did right. just win the previous tournament. Do I think there's any
0: fucking chance, chance Optic doesn't just get it fucking? Yeah, I feel like a better result, example
2: would right. be Xset. No. like versus like yeah, Sentinels, for example.
0: Or the guard, who didn't look particularly great first week. Right?
3: Yeah, but fucking won the tournament last time. Yeah. Right, because if if you told me that the previous
2: winner of Masters or Challengers wins the tiebreaker over someone who didn't, like, I'm okay with that. But it's the other two teams who didn't in this case that I think, yeah, it's a little bit more questionable.
0: That's perennially fourth place, so, like, They're going to take fourth place in the group and then they're going to take fourth place in the fucking playoffs and then, like, whatever. We don't need to worry about (laughs) XS.
3: Yeah. Pretty good bet. But, Mm -hmm. but, like,
0: you know, I I, I don't don't love it, right?
3: And I do think that what you're saying is it it does add entertainment value. And I really, like, I would like to see this, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, there, there are stakes on the line. But I do think that if we're judging off of who should actually get in, then it makes more sense to go off of playing the game rather than one to one aim duels. Right? This is like, no, no, this is more than just our entertainment value we're talking about. This is like the livelihoods of these people and how they played this game in a professional setting. Right? And 1v1 aim duels is not how they play the game. Right? That hey, is. Fuck
0: their livelihood, my entertainment up here, I, I guess for you listeners out <laughs> there, my entertainment value, very fucking high, their livelihoods less, less high. And also a lot of them make a solid amount of fucking money. And I don't think, well, actually for some of the lesser teams, you might lose a contract because you don't make it through. So even, even the bigger right teams, out.
3: especially the bigger teams that are fucking trigger happy, like hundred thieves, right? Like you, you just, you don't make it. Well, you're blow, your are your roster is being blown up and they're bringing in new people, right? Like, this is absolutely their future in competitive, like, Valorant. And I think that that should not be based off so of hit 1v1. that goddamn endos. headshot. Especially with people who are brought onto a team not for their aim, but for their yeah, their oh, okay. strategies, like their, your IGLs. Your and, IGL, yeah. And people who play other roles that get more value out of their utility than they do yeah, their aim.
0: But, but the enemy team has an IGL too the enemy team has someone who gets more value out of their utility than their aim. Like now, obviously because it's, you can only represent one weapon. There's going to be some, you know, maybe stacking the lineup. So to speak, it's like, Hey, you know what? We're going to lose the phantom one. We just need to win three out of five. We'll pick our better aimers for these in which we think we're going to be going against. They're not as good aimers. So like, obviously there's a, there's a bit of stacking the lineup that might take place. But like, you know, when it comes down to opping, you're gonna put your fucking jet against their jet, or your chamber against their chamber.
1: Who's maybe.
3: the better
0: opper? That's what both of you guys do for a fucking living. You shoot people with an hop.
3: Yeah, so oh, it yeah, works I, really well there. It it doesn't work as you go down the roster.
0: Sure, but like again, because you need to pick somebody for something, right? It's like, but this is just yeah, not the game of have,
3: Valorant. Like that's it's it, it's separate. You know, that's well, what... here's
2: the thing. Here's the thing. The more I think about this, the more I like the idea of the aim duels, because first of all, Chase, I wholeheartedly agree in that, you know, this is very different than actually playing games. However, I feel like after uh record differential, which is the main thing, if there are no tiebreakers involved, head-to-head tiebreakers, and then in cases of three ways, map differential, I feel like after you... I think all of those three things are pretty reasonable ways to go in terms of determining ties. And then after that, there's always going to be a bit of a problem with how you break the ties. And that, you know, you're kind of reaching after that. So I feel like going for something that is highly entertaining uh, is okay. Because if you do something else related to the games instead... You're looking for something that also isn't the main objective of the game, right? like if you're doing round differential, the objective of the game isn't to win the most to to win the most rounds over a bunch of games it's to win the most games over that period. so I like the idea of the aim duels because they're fun uh I was watching Egwick a streamer, and he did something that was really fun where he has a huge discord, and he took a bunch of people from different ranks and a bunch of irons who were talking mad shit. And gave like the irons a chance to duel from mid ascent to arches ascent against like progressively increasing ranks. <laughs> so they could, they got to face like someone in just iron, then bronze, and silver, then gold, like all the way up, and see how they did. And it was just like a super fun time watching. Um, so yeah, that's that's my position on it. Yeah,
3: also- I mean, Eggwick does a bunch of cool videos like that. Uh, and he, does, he does. He does. Um, He's, in fact,
2: sponsoring this video, so go watch Eggwick. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Eggwick hit us up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I don't know who that is, but the fucking World Cup is often decided by a shootout. Arguably, the biggest sports event in the world is decided by a shootout a good number of times. And, like, I've seen it a number of times in... My short lifespan of, well, yeah, I guess, what, I'm 25? So I've seen, I I don't even give a shit how many World Cups I've seen. But I've seen a good number of them. And I've seen several of them end
1: in shootout. Right? Like,
0: that is the biggest fucking event in the world. Being ended by something that you would say is not the point of the game. The point of the game is to score more goals than the other team. And win those games. Like, yeah, okay, you're going to put a, your striker against our goalie and to see if you can, like, kick the ball in from fucking 18 yards away. I don't know how fucking far away it is. True, but... Like, you can kick it in more times and we can kick it in against your goalie? Like, it, it's the same fucking thing.
3: It's the same thing with some major caveats that there is always the same goalie who it is their job. They are the best at being a goalie in the world. You know, that's that's the point. They, they're they in the World Cup Finals, right? And it's always I the same goalie. Fan. And yeah. there are so many more people on a soccer team that you get to stack your shootout lineup to have your strikers first.
0: Do you think it would be better if it was just 1v1? You pick your best aimer, we pick our best aimer. Any weapons go first to five. Do you think that'd be better?
2: I, I don't I, oh. I prefer the, your first idea I, I yeah see, I, I, like, I prefer first your first idea, idea too yeah
3: yeah honestly I want to see your first idea but more definitely um,
0: and like yes yeah. as you pointed but, out okay. there are there are definitely teams who excel more in the strategy aspect of the game than they do in the individual aim aspect of the game right i I'm, I'm not arguing that and I understand that obviously this metric, favors the teams who are more centered around just fucking hitting your shots.
3: Yeah. This is you being a Sentinel Stan right here. This entire topic (laughs) is you fucking loving Sentinels and hating other teams for using
2: utility. Oh God. I genuinely
0: don't think Sentinels would win (laughs) in like a heavy head against like a decent number of teams. I mean, if you want, we could go down the roster of teams, but like is tens fucking cracked? Yes. But also, like, who the fuck do you have beaten Yay. Ye?
3: Yeah, okay, so th- this is what I, this is, right? like, like... <laughs> the, the example I was thinking of in my head that popped in was obviously Sentinels, because you see them in-game for a long time Yeah. having only relied on their aim to win, and that worked for a long time. Of They would take gunfights, just raw gunfights, and they would win them, and that's why they were so good. Right. And then the meta has now developed far past the place where you can just take a raw gunfight so that people are forcing you off of angles. They're forcing you into less equal gunfights using their utility, using like set plays. And therefore, Sentinels has now fallen behind the meta. Um, I think it's pretty fair to say that or fallen behind in the skill tree or skill level of of other teams because they are more adept at just taking gunfights and shooting people than they are at using all of these um, systems in order to make that favorable for themselves. So, yes, Sentinels would outperform in this system comparatively to another team, all else equal.
0: Okay, I'm walking at The current teams, right? The current 12 teams that are in this. And my money would be on phase or NRG if there was a bracket purely of disdain duels. My money is on either phase or NRG. NRG specifically, if they throw the op, if they acknowledge that they're not going to win the op head to head and they don't put SOM on the op, I think that NRG would. Would vary and
3: think of how take. different that power ranking is to the power ranking of how you would put the teams up.
2: I feel like the key thing here is that, like, you know, this is only happening in a case where two teams have failed to differentiate themselves enough in the actual game over the other teams. No, I understand so, like, that being a 3 ways, yeah.
3: because I actually I do yeah, want yeah. to see this. I'm saying it would provide right. great entertainment value and I'm totally down with seeing this especially in a case where it's been like multiple tiebreakers deep. The fact that it doesn't fucking matter just choose someone, right? And All this right. provides entertainment that you mm-hmm. would not otherwise get.
0: And the reason that we got to this whole topic is football, like the NFL, one of their official tiebreakers oh, the-
3: the emea team footballist
0: yeah that okay. one yeah the <laughs> nfl has what is it 12th on their list i don't know exactly where it is it's a fucking coin flip yeah like but keep in mind that it's 12
2: <laughs> yeah 12th yeah. on on yeah. <laughs> right, right.
0: You send out your captain and they send out their captain and like one guy is just like i call heads <laughs> like, uh,
2: and I'm I'm pretty I confident know. that in the entire history of the NFL they have never gotten to the twelfth tiebreaker. Yeah, I'd be curious I, not, to know what yeah, the yeah. tiebreaker they got to was, yeah.
3: I think it's funny okay. that they have twelve tiebreakers. Like, yeah. They really did hey, their, hey,
0: dude, you gotta, their work. You gotta cover that. all your bases, man.
3: I mean Riot yeah. would never get to twelve. <laughs> yeah. As we Yo, know, Riot's Al, not dude, the best with contingency plans. They are trouble not trouble getting to three. <laughs> <That's
2: accurate.
1: laughs> um yep.
3: Yep.
0: Okay. So moving on.
3: Okay, so I I would like to say we're we're reaching a a very long point in this podcast. Um do we want to save a really cool idea that might take a while for for the next one? I'm down.
0: If the whole idea you're thinking about is the same idea that I'm thinking about, then Yes.
3: I don't think it's time sensitive. Cool. Yeah, 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 I don't,
2: I don't think, think
0: it is either. either. Okay. So I think we saved that for next podcast. And I think we're all on the same page here.
2: Yeah. Um, I think we are too. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So the next thing that I want to discuss here is Fade V Sova. Because we've seen it come up in the recent pro games that happened. Um, I guess not the most recent ones that you guys have seen. Because this podcast comes out on Monday, but like you know, the week before, um, there's there's been a decent amount of fade being picked,
3: yeah, you know? yeah which is kind of cool,
0: and it, it is really cool. I like seeing the fade. Um, and it seems like perhaps her stomping grounds might be ascent, which interestingly enough used to be Sova's stomping grounds, um,
3: and split possibly,
0: and also yes, potentially split. So I okay, I I think this is really interesting because there's well, there are a couple things apply. Number one is you've got Fade being the new kid on the block, um, which actually kind of directly leads into my other points here. But the other point is that you know her utility is newer to the game, which I think is a double-edged sword. Um, it, her utility is probably not being fully optimized. In yeah. how do you combo her? And I think her tether has the most combo ability. Like how do you combo her tether with like a raise nade or another Molly? Um or anything of the sort, right? Like you can basically just call somebody out, being like, You're playing here. Tether them, nade them out.
1: Yeah,
3: and so not not all of those lineups have been realized yet.
0: Right, right. Um yeah, it's just like there there is a lot of potential in the fact that You can't move from this position unless you're Yoru or Chamber. And I've tried jet dashing out of one. It does not work. I know from Riot's preview of Fade before she was even released, Neon running out of it doesn't work either. So I'm fairly confident the two TPs in the game are the only ways that you can get out of... Omen? Okay, um, I don't know if Omen's C ability, being his Shadow Step, does, but his Alt. I would assume does get you out of it. Is this I, the
2: spell I, of Yoru buff? Maybe.
0: I I I'd actually be curious. Perhaps we should test this out and never inform viewers on our results because we're really bad at getting back to the things we're gonna quote unquote test. But um I I don't I genuinely don't know if Omen Shadow Step would get him out of that or not.
2: Neither do I I, I would
0: like to think yes, because it seems like every other TP in the game does. But I don't know for Elmen. Um,
3: yeah, it locks okay, it in place. Rate,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it, you, you're you stuck there. If you get hard called out for being there and comboed with another piece of utility, you're just dead. Um, so I think there's a lot of potential there. But on the flip side, in which perhaps your utility is not being put to the, you know, greatest extent, because she is also kind of new in the game, um, a bunch of her utility being thrown at you can catch you off guard right like for example with sova because sova's been in the game since launch i know where a bunch of the common sova dart lineups land i have no fucking clue where fade shit lands and it's weird because like you can land it on the top of a building and then it can pop up and still fucking see shit unlike a sova dart Now, i
3: have a question for you um have you listened to the latest Plat
2: Chat episode yet?
0: I have not listened to the latest Platt Chat episode yet. Which our competitors. V- I don't support them. Oh, okay. In any <laughs> shape, or form. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. If you listen to Plat Chat, never listen to another episode of ours again. No, no please right don't. Now. That's no, no, please probably no, that's the like entire... Of our yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, that's <laughs> <know>. like 100% <laughs> of our listeners have
3: also listened to Plat Chat.
2: Um, <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah. Um, but no, I'd, hey, li- I'd like you, to say you, that you, it you. sounds
3: like you're speaking verbatim. From the latest episode, and really? so I was like, I, "Wow!" I actually he's... have
0: not. I I have not yet listened to the latest episode.
3: Um, like, is he just trying I, to pass these ideas off as his own when they're actually like sideshows, or like, you know,
0: <laughs> is sideshow bald guy?
3: Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't know who exactly was talking about it on Plot Chat, but okay. it was.
0: Uh, no, I do typically end up over the course of the week listening to the Plot Chat episode, but unlike you, I don't have hours and hours in a row at work in which i'm just doing something and don't need to interact with other people and this isn't a dig at you it just happens to be the difference between no, our that, jobs.
3: that's the only reason i like my job
0: yeah okay um <laughs> yeah i was gonna so say I you guys work at the same place right <laughs> yeah i, I tend yeah. to listen to the podcast being like oh like I need to go pick balls for like two hours. Let me turn the podcast on or be it like 40 minutes or whatever. So I, I typically... <laughs> As listen- someone
3: who doesn't know that you work at a golf course, so going to say, saying that you need to go pick balls for a couple of hours is <laughs> yeah, really funny. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: um, so I, like I, I typically listen to the Plot Chat episodes, like not on the day they come out, uh, but like, you know, in, in chunks throughout the week. So no, I I have not heard... Plot chat's take on this yet.
3: Okay, but now now knowing that you're not plagiarizing you're just of like mind. Yes. Yes, there are there are people who are being caught off guard by fade lineups when you would not be caught off guard by a similar Sova lineup because you've seen it a fucking billion times.
0: Now, I'm wondering you think she's here to stay.
2: Ooh.
3: Hunter, would you like to... uh...
2: Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to weigh in. Um, So I have have a couple thoughts on it. First of all, the Reddit Hivemind, which I very often disagree with, um, they were pointing to one particular stat from the NA group stage thus far, and I think also the open qualifiers. I don't think it was just one round of the group stage they are looking at. When they were pointing out that teams running a fade... Against a non. Against a team that isn't running a fade, have like a 46% win rate. And some people on Reddit were like, oh, yeah, you know, this proves definitively that fade is uh, kind of not that good and teams are going to start dropping her. And it wasn't just people on Reddit, but also some like coach or something who was on Reddit. Like it was. And I looked at that and I, I felt the same way as what Cass was saying earlier of it's way too early to tell on fade because the her role within the team in terms of what her utility can be used with has yet to be discovered. Um that being said, what I the 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 haunt, her E ability, the uh eyes in the sky, um are very different from how Sova's Recon is used. Because Sova's Sova's Recon has basically infinite ways in which you can chuck it out and, and it can provide some value. Just because there are so many different angles you can bounce it off of to get into a position the enemy team hasn't seen. Whereas like with the Fade Haunt, there are only so many places where you can throw it that aren't really easy to shoot. Because it has a much bigger hitbox than the Sova Sova Recon Dart. Um, And yeah, you can throw it on top of Terrain, but you need more specific lineups for that because it doesn't have the bounce capability.
0: I've so got that... a counterpoint to that exact point that you mentioned, which okay. is, number one, it scans a hell of a lot faster than a sofa Dart does.
2: This is true. This Off is the first
1: true. one.
0: Number two is, this is more of a very specific, I have played Jet before kind of thing, but I can throw a Jet Smoke over a sofa Dart. I can't do that with Fade shit. Like okay, I can't just okay. I can't just jet smoke it off a number um and then I guess the third point here is that I have found through my personal experience now perhaps this is not necessarily the case, but the the sova dart hitbox is larger than it might appear visibly because I have flicked and shot at it and then had to double take being like, Wait, I actually hit that, I thought I missed, hmm. So like I first of all I think the Sobaldart is a bit easier to hit than its visual thing on screen might appear to imply um and obviously Jet has also been lightly phased out of the meta in terms of chamber eating up a solid amount of her pick rate and so she's less relevant as well but I I feel like there's a larger chance that if you just chuck a phase haunt out, versus you just chucking a Sova dart, and, like, I'm talking about in the middle of nowhere, like, you don't have a lineup. You're just like, ah, fuck, I want to get this out there. In either case, I feel like you got a better chance of getting a ping off the the phase or the the Fade Ooh. haunt than you do off the Sova recon.
3: True, but that's not exactly the scenario we're talking about. You, We started this Whoa. conversation by saying no, you've no, but seen Hunter the was Sova...
0: Sure, but Hunter was talking about the lineup aspect of it, and I'm saying that, like, I, I feel yeah, like having... you're not talking about make...
3: the lineup aspect of it.
0: Right, and I'm saying, okay, perhaps I, I, I phrased this poorly, but I think Hunter was saying that because Sova can bounce his dart around and have a bunch of lineups, that it it inherently provides more value to the dart than Fade's Haunt does by nature of it not having those capabilities. But I feel like that's offset by the fact that you can more readily chuck it out willy-nilly than you can a Sova dart.
2: Maybe. Um, my personal opinion is the opposite. I think if you you know just chuck a Sova uh, Recon dart in the middle of sight versus a Fade Haunt... I w- personally, I will have a much easier time shooting the haunt than the than the uh, recon dart, from my experience thus far. However, you know it remains to be seen some of the nuances of this. Um, and like Cass said, you know I didn't think about the idea of chucking a smoke on it. Um, on the not the haunt, but the uh, soba.
0: I mean, but uh, Jet's right. the only one that can react in time, so that was kind of like a like like no other agent can get smoke off a dart
1: like right. C- cipher could
3: if his cage happened to be there if his cage happens to be there <laughs> sure. Uh, all actually to
2: land in a smoke but <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> they
2: free going that, to that's leave, go so going to be there <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah
2: but uh kind of going back to my main point about uh fade my gut feeling which it sounds like you both disagree with and that's okay because you know my opinion could change and i'm not always right my gut feeling is that Sova's Recon Dart is significantly stronger than Fade's Haunt. However, I think that the rest of Fade's kit is quite good. And in particular, her Tether and her ult, I think, are really strong. And they provide a nice alternative to Sova. Like, specifically, like what do you think about when you think of Sova's ult? Probably the first thing that comes to mind is... You know, post-plant. Someone is on bomb and you alt bomb. Whereas Fade is less useful in that regard because yeah, they can get spooked by the fact that you've ulted them, but if you're if you or a teammate isn't close enough to swing, you know, maybe you don't get the kill. Maybe they just stick it and win. But I think fade's alt is super good for retaking a site, for the exact opposite of what a Sova alt is good for, because now you deafen their team and reduce that reduce their HP temporarily, so they don't want to peek you right away. You can get on bomb, and they have no idea when you're on bomb. Um, so that sort of you know diversity that they very clearly built into where I don't know that Sova ult is better than Fade ult, but they do different things. Like I think that's really cool, and I'm excited to see where Fade goes. See, I
3: think I agree with you more than it. It seemed like you you thought because i I also agree that yes, silver Recon is more versatile and useful than than cool. Um, yeah, as you were saying, like there's just so many places where you can find new lineups like if we're talking about beginning of the round, right yes, you know where the common Silva dart lineups are, but especially in like pro play et cetera, people are constantly coming up with new ones. Right, it is some people's actual jobs just to find Silva Dart lineups. Right, yeah. like there are people paid to find lineups for teams.
0: I do you know this for a fact, or are you? Yes, just kind of. Oh, okay. Yes, I was going to say I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, but I don't know it for a
3: fact. Yes, there was some interview I was listening to where you know people were talking about. Oh, there's a. Like, oh, the the Sova player on the team will be like, oh, this is where I think I'm going to be during a round. And I'm going to need a, a dart to here, find me a lineup. And then someone will go off, like, one of their strategists or something will go off and be like, oh, I found that's it. That's pretty that, cool.
0: That's actually really cool. Not, yeah. not for the guy who's doing it. That sounds like that sucks dicks for the guy who <laughs> has to get the lineup to said place. But, like, it's cool that the pro player can be like, I'm here. I want a dart there.
3: And they come up with a lineup for it, right? Yeah. So there's constantly new lineups being found, and there's just so much more versatility to that. I think that fade over time, like because it's a less versatile option for like when barriers drop, etc., to like throw out there, you will know the more common places for fades, haunt to be thrown. You can easily shoot it. It's a bigger hitbox. It, you know, you can visually see it better pop up. Like, oh, now I shoot it, you know?
0: But even if that is the case, right? Like, e- even if everything you're saying is 100% true, and for the record, I agree with you. I do think all of what you've said is true. Um,
1: do you disagree with this statement? The fade is more on the fly.
3: um no i don't disagree with that because i find that sova is a very like planned out you should have lineups you should um although you know even sova doesn't have to be played like that like you can come up with with lineups on the fly when i'm playing sova like i have a couple of lineups for barriers but then the rest of the round like i don't have lineups for shit right it's just you're coming up with lineups as you're shooting darts
0: it's just geometry right it's like oh hey um this wall flat angle of incidence is angle of reflection. I want dart over here.
2: Exactly. And, and I think that fade is the similar out, way.
0: And you line your protractor up on the screen and you figure out where you need to toss your recon dart.
2: Yeah, Cass, um, just make sure I didn't get it backwards. The statement that you made was fade is more on the fly than Sova, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would disagree. I would disagree with that statement. I would say they're in,
3: in similar, in similar places. First. Because I, my... I feel
0: like, like I, I feel like because Fade's utility is more gung ho, that you can just kind of like like in, in the same way that right, like with a with a Sova Dart, you get value whether it pings three times or zero. Now you get different amounts of value. Right, right. But you get value, right, out of Sova's recon dart, no matter what, right? Like if someone institutes that you probably
1: have a good idea where they're shooting it from. Fade's Haunt has that same ability. But,
0: I feel like, unlike a Sova Dart, because you have the ability to, you know, like, I'm throwing it somewhere and I want it to drop right there. And, uh, I know Chase has played Fade, I don't know how much Fade you've played, Hunter, and admittedly, I've played zero Fade. But, I know that when you throw your thing, there's like a little it's the same way that omen Smoke works, in that there's a little green arrow that tells you, if I hit E now to make it drop to the ground, this is where it's going to land. That, because with Sova, based off geometry and shit, it's like, oh, I want to dart here. But that might actually be difficult. Whereas with Fade, it's like, oh, I want my haunt to land here, I'm going to throw it up in the air, and then... It's going to keep going, and then when I want it to land, I'm going to hit E again, and it fucking drops in a vertical line straight down. Like, you you can very easily get it to certain places that Sova's Recon, you might have a hard time doing that, and especially in the heat of the moment, that could be very, very difficult.
2: Could you give an example of such a place? Because the um, addition okay. of the bounce for sure. the... the um, okay, one...
0: I, I, I will give you an example. I actually had one in my head. Uh, you're pushing A main on a Ascent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to land... If I'm Sova, I want to land a dart on top of, like, Gen, for example. Right? So it kind of generally... And I guess it doesn't work great as a one-to-one because if you landed a dart on top of Jen as Sova, it wouldn't ping Jack shit because his dart doesn't go up.
3: Say you want right, to land I, it behind Jen. Yeah,
0: I want to. I want to clear a good amount of sight here, right? And now I know there's this one piece of metal that sticks out on a cent a site above Jen that Sova's love to fucking hit their dart on because it pings pretty much all the sight. It's a very common retake dart from CT. If you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah,
3: I absolutely know what you're talking about. It's just not yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's like a piece of metal sticking out. I don't. Yeah. No, I like, don't know
3: what you're talking about, about. But I'll, it, I'll take it, your word it's for right, it. It's yes. right above Jen from the corner of heaven.
0: It's basically cool, above cool. Jen. Yeah. Like there, there's like a, a little piece of metal that sticks out. Oh. Of, oh. I thought you meant it was Jen.
2: coming out of Jen. Yeah. Okay. No, I can no, picture no, no, what no. you're saying now. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. It, it, it's just above Jen. There's just a piece of metal there, right? Like you want to get a Sova dart there. Yeah. You, you kind of got to be pretty specific with it, right? Because that's the dart that's going to clear the most of sight for you. Now, as Fade, you just need to land your haunt on top of gent, and then the eye goes up, and it clears pretty much all of sight for you. That's a hell of a lot easier than getting a Sova Dart to that tiny piece of scrap up there.
3: True. I like, definitely agree with you on that. And I, I still think the Sovadart is, is better than Fade, And but kind of bringing it back a little bit to the original point is I, I would agree with Hunter here that I don't think we've had enough time um, to see fade develop. And I think that fade can still absolutely be used, um, but it'll be interesting to see how her place in the team evolves. Um, Because yeah, I think that comparing like exactly ability to ability is not fair to these agents because they have different roles on the team. As Hunter was saying is they have different strengths, different opportunities where in which they excel And so, yes, Fade's uh, ability to retake um, absolutely excels over Sova's. Mm -hmm. And Sova's ability to play post-plant excels over Fade's, right? Like, this this is just different scenarios. Um, And so I think it depends on which can be worked into the team comp and into the strategies of a team better. And it remains to be seen... um, how that how that plays out in the long run because we've seen a couple iterations we've seen sova plus fade cops right yeah. so obviously was that phase who was running the tsm uh, somebody uh, was I'm running for it right now somebody
0: was running it though yeah somebody
3: was running a sova and and fade cop
2: yes yes it was tsm on both TSM Breeze and Ascent.
3: they wrote yeah. they ran so they fade. gave up flashers for that i didn't really like the cop but
2: it was close against NRG, though. They, was, were, they were uh, close games, yeah. but
3: I think like, they gave up too much to have that, but obviously for them, they thought that that team comp provided you like separate utility, different utility with the Fade and the Sova. right? Or
0: they just wanted to double down on the intel.
3: Exactly, but they thought that, that yeah. but, like, to, in order yeah. to play that comp, they thought that those two were bringing enough utility to the team that they could forgo flashes. Yeah. Um, it didn't work great for them but it could if that develops more and we just have to yeah, see how they develop into their team yeah right? yeah
0: now i will say i think you guys and a lot of people are fucking sleeping on the prowlers
2: you said the that prowlers last podcast, are nasty
0: <laughs> like like if you compare the prowlers to shock darts right
1: mm-hmm.
3: the
0: prowlers are fucking nasty Nah. I think you guys are sleeping on them. Shock darts are
3: better because they do chip. That's what I like. But they're, they're the different. They're completely different use you. cases. right? I'm not using a Shock dart in the same way that I'm using a Prowler.
0: Sure. But dude, I think the Prowlers are fucking disgusting. And you get two of them. And they fuck me so hard. Like a shock dart where I'll just tank the damage, whatever.
3: You know, as we're as we're copying Platchet here, something that was brought up on the podcast uh this week was you know what else tells you if someone's in a cubby and uh blinds them? The fucking sky flash. flash. Yeah. Right? Like there's other utility in the game that doesn't
0: prowlers sure. Sure. are fucking disgusting.
2: Interesting. I got to play more of this act and then we'll get back to you on if I think the prowlers are disgusting. You might be right. onto something. Well, Maybe not. I don't know.
0: Um, Anybody got any closing statements here?
3: I think I'm good. I'm I'm fine with how nice. you run this pe- presidential address.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool.
3: All right. So, with uh, that, uh, we will drink with you later.
0: Yeah, we will join you next year for the next uh, State of the Union. This is your president signing off
2: unelected (laughs) not my president (laughs) all right